Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio live from Studio 34, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Live streaming on YouTube uh, right now with chat. Keep it clean, people. Keep it clean. It's a football Friday today. We've got some college football on the board. College football last night was my demise. Uh, although I really like uh, I really like a game uh, this evening, and I'm thinking about just going all in. Uh, but we'll try to find a couple of other spots along the way. Steve Merrill will join us in a couple of minutes. Babano uh, joins us. It's a CFL playoffs uh, as well. Um, division finals as uh, the, the winners go to the Great Cup. Uh, Babano is a, a big-time Hamilton Tiger Cat fan, and um, he's going to uh, the Canadian capital of Ottawa to see the game. So uh, Babano's going on a road trip, and uh, he'll join us. We'll get his uh, picks. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, steps up. And what's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Actually, uh, I got good news for you. It's not as bad as you think because um, a lot of things happened last night. Uh, You did the math because we went on Toledo and stuff, so that late game, you saved you 75 bucks, basically. Yeah, so what what, what are we at right now? What do you think you're at? 5541. (laughs) Way better. 633.48. Oh, really? That's not too bad, actually. Yeah. No, I know honestly your math because we did because we bet on Toledo. And I kept forgetting Toledo about the early teaser. Toledo teaser. Yeah, stuff, that's yeah. the thing. So I didn't have the money that you sent me for the final play. That's stupid. So you saved the money there. That's stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid uh, Tulane pick, man. They got throttled yeah, by Houston. The over. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, you sure warned did. me about the, the other over. game. Didn't well, go much better. It got to I, sixty-five. Total, but yeah, you yeah. warned me. Yeah. Yeah, you told me you wouldn't do any any more of those things. You you said you said that, but I don't know. I like the over you, tonight. You're talking about going all in tonight. I like oh, Memphis and yeah, SMU that, that one, over the number. Yeah, that one that that one maybe. Uh, well, seventy ooh seventy four and a half. <laughs> you love your high totals, Marenzi, but then again, it's kind of like Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. You knew that game was going over. They just exchanged touchdowns. Well, that, that could yeah. happen tonight. Yeah, it's different yeah. when you're betting that's on a, good teams. A, like when you're betting on Tulane, yeah. you go over. Like yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Turnovers, okay, so no, I, I can work with this. I can work with that. I can't screw around, though. Like, basically, and now it's amazing, Cam, because, you know, before I was feeling no pressure or whatever. Now, suddenly, I want to cash out. But we're going to go through the weekend, and we're going to cash out on Sunday night. So we'll see what happens, and I really want to get this up. And, you know, I had dreams of, I don't know, like, you know, at least 1,500 or 2,000 or so, and we're back down. But it's been a battle, Cam. Been a battle. We got it up. It's been, a, it's been beaten it's been, down. Yeah, a little, yeah I, I'm here with the battle. As the inputter, I see everything that goes down. Uh, I do have a suggestion, though. Maybe a couple of parlays. <laughs> the inputter says maybe you should put I was in, thinking about uh, a couple of parlays. parlays, yeah. You know what the problem was last night? 
I left a lot of wins on the table, Cam. Normally, I play more props and stuff. But I don't know. I, I got into, well, you know what, out of these college games, we're going to hit them. We'll, we'll win, you know, we won't lose every college play. And, of course, I'm never playing another under again. Like, dude, North Texas. North Texas or uh, what's going on? Portuguese Joe watching a soccer game. No, that's at you. Like I'm here, I'm I'm hearing stuff. Yeah, I just heard the like, cheering too. What was going on? I'm hearing you in an echo. I, I have no idea what's going on that right now. Like I I, <laughs> I just I hear a know, circus. Man. There must be something going on in the pit or something. What's going yeah, on, MC? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, there's got no a, echo. I just heard like up. a scream. Oh, I hear an echo from me. I just know I hear keys up. I hear people talking. Like yeah, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. He's he's gone. I think he went to Winnipeg or something. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, he's gone. I haven't seen him in a while. Guy, 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 guy does like more two and three day trips than ever. He's, he's a very, very interesting man. This, this guy, best tenant I've ever had. But uh, yeah, he's always, <laughs> he's, always, he's, always, he's always got something going on. You know, he's just uh, yeah, he's in that computer room a lot, working on working on stuff. Speaking of that, Gabe, I know you've been doing so many shows, uh, and I hear the page publishing ad. Uh, you're not. You don't have any time to finish that book. No, I, I keep adding chapters the way things are going recently. Yeah, but, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, after this record, that's the next project. We have the record next week. We're coming back to Toronto next weekend to finish up the record once Hold. and for all. <laughs> You're going back to the studio? Yeah. The final oh, trip. Oh, nice. Wow. Wow. Well, it's not that's the f- it's the second final. It's the final trip where I'll be doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, we can't. We, you know, it's done. Like, this this stuff started, like, uh, a long time. But we we got to wrap it up. It's done. Yep. Whatever happens, happens. So, um, yeah, we're, you know, we it's go in. to go, too. Yeah, I'm going to do the vocals. Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. I'm um, going in. I'm going to do the vocals next weekend. We already have the vocals done for four and a half of the seven songs. So, basically, I got two, two and a half songs, but they're pretty quick. And it's going to take an afternoon or so because, basically, it shreds my throat, right? So, I'll yell like crazy, do one song. Take like half an hour off, forty-five minutes off. Do the next one. Yeah, you know what I mean? raid. Yeah, yeah, yeah you it. know. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going back to Toronto next week, and then, then they're gonna mix and master it, and then I'll come back again in like December at some point in time, to, um, you know, because it'll be a finished product, or maybe I won't. Maybe everything will be digital, but I imagine I'll have to yeah, come man, back so- for a few, a few things. Yeah, they can they can probably email it to you or send a yeah send a digital copy. But yeah, it's it's good to get the hard product in your hand. Yeah, well that's it. There there's going to be a hard copy of the um, of the master. Although they could UPS it, it's true. So yeah, it'll probably be. Uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to keep the trips to a minimum yeah. here. Speaking speaking of yeah, Joe, just walked Joe just walked in the door here. He's, oh really? He just came in. Yeah, that was crazy. So you said you haven't seen him forever. There he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just like, he just walked up. Hey, how you doing? All right. So Steve Merrill's not answering the phone right now. No, uh, great, great. Yeah, lucky Steve. Yeah, no, look. yeah, his hits not till uh, what four twenty eight or oh, that's true. So, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You know what? Steve's actually not till four ten, and you know we've yeah, been creeping. Four oh nine. Yeah, we've been calling him at four oh seven, four oh eight. Creeper. Yeah. So creepy. Quite frankly, you know what, uh, MC Yang, um, if you can actually uh, just shoot him a call back at like four uh, eleven or something. Yeah, and, and then, then if he doesn't answer, I don't know. Is it snowing in? Uh, is it snowing in Virginia right now? The snow is all melted here. It's it's like sunny outside. Oh, I know. It's not too. Yeah, it's not too bad here now. Like my buddy, you know, my buddy Forbes. You met him before. Uh, he's in the plowing game. Uh, he, he told me they they were expecting like a three day like 
48 hour 72 straight plow job but no it's all it's it actually it's melting like i couldn't believe it it was a big amount of snow but it's almost all gone now 72 hour plow job sounds like a big oh, coke yeah, yeah. bender <laughs> Yeah, it's a 72 hour plow job. It's good. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. It could be a lot of things. Plow, yeah, plow this, plow that. Ran into a guy yeah, today. Plow. Ran into a guy today, actually. Um, and uh, I said, hey, how you doing? And he goes, uh, not too good. He goes, I've been in a hotel room with a bunch of hookers. And he goes, I did about 10 eight balls. And I'm like, I said, 10 eight balls? <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my buddies just did like 10 eight balls. Like wow, I said, man, you got, you got to. said, dude, that's like heart attack type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a lot of money too. This guy must be loaded. <laughs> man, eight sounds expensive. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to the hospital after that. Sorry, yeah, no, yeah, that's, I, I'm calling bullshit on that one there. No, 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 no. The guy's pretty <laughs> hardcore. Uh, really? Okay. Well, <laughs> there's only so much the human body could take. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, so um, Steve Merrill, we'll see if Steve Merrill steps up and in. We've got college football tonight, and um, I wanted to, I want to see here, I want to see if what the lie movement has been, actually. Let me just uh, get, uh, I got so many pages open. They're all critical. Not so much. I, I got to open up a new one. Is it still seven? Uh, yeah, there's. Uh, I'm scared it's going to dip 21. to six and a half. Yeah, I think it's I think it's seven. I'm double checking. The other game was in New Mexico, twenty-one. Yeah, yep. you uh, know Boise State's twenty-one, sixty-one. I actually like uh, who do who do you uh, like? Don't, I know what you're about to say when you said I actually like. You're gonna like. Don't tell I me like you, you're, you're gonna say uh, Sheriff Lobo. Of course I am. His name Sheriff Lobo. Sheriff Lobo. Hey, Yang, if you Boise can. State on the road. Hey Yang, if you can right now, um, just go to YouTube and just get the uh, the intro for. Um, Sheriff Lobo. Just punch in Sheriff Lobo theme song. All right, we'll bring Steve in, but uh, I, we need uh, Sheriff Lobo. Like, okay. uh, yeah, we got to get this going. Like, we it's almost the what about Steve Ma- with. Lucky Memphis Steve, Merrill. Oh, yeah. Memphis is up to minus seven and a half. All right, good, good, good. Steve, what's up, Steve? What's going on, guys? You know what? Our boy called you, and uh, he said, ah, oh, Steve's not answering. I said, yeah, but it's not 410 yet. Said if he doesn't answer four after yeah, four ten, I, I, I was trying to put him on hold. I had two other people on hold and talking to him. Been busy, busy time Steve? of year. Wow, lucky Steve's what the lucky lunch specials. He's taking a lot of orders, man. Well, he always, he always, he always, he always well, said he had another life the last going two on. Nights, so maybe everyone comes out of the woodwork. Right you know how that works. Oh, good, good, good. So business is peaking right now this time of the year, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, whatever, whatever his side gig is. Yeah, he doesn't right have around the corner too. Yeah, I mean it's great for players. It's busy for us, of course. You and I and. uh people in the industry but yeah it's it's a good time of year with four major sports right now I mean, this is we had a little crossover i don't think we had college hoops yeah, the, the world series was college hoops about a week and a half but um this is i mean four of the five major sports and then hockey of course five of the six major sports right now are going at the same time i don't know if cam is uh cam has an audio issue or something yep. right now all right cam? Well, you can't hear me oh we hear you yeah, but uh it's like you can't hear us Oh, I know. I could. I couldn't hear you for a couple seconds. Okay. All right. So, um, no, I, why is Steve there? Because I, I can't. Hear, I can only hear you. Yeah, Steve Merrill's here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Can okay. you hear me, Cam? Oh, hey, Steve. No, hey, perfect. Uh, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I don't perfect. know. He was just talking while Steve was talking. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think he can hear Steve. Obviously. Oh no! I, I no, honestly, that's crazy. I couldn't hear anything. This is this is nuts, man. Like, I, I have no idea what. Yeah, I didn't hear Cam. On. I didn't hear Cam talking though. I didn't hear Cam talking, so he must have been uh, just in your feed. 
No, see, see, I told you, Gabe. Yeah. It was, I, yeah, it was I hear crazy. you now. I hear you now. <laughs> Thanks, <though>. buddy. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll re- reintroduce her. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're off to. A, I'll go to you. You're off to a flying start. Yeah, we're to a great start. Um, <laughs> Wait, when are we going to be on the air, guys? Yeah, we're we're on. No, we've been on the whole time. It's just yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah we're on. Oh, no. I could hear you the whole time, Steve. You and I were having a conversation, but then Cam just starts cracking jokes out of the blue. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. You couldn't hear him. being picked up, luckily. All right. So anyway. Yeah, because I couldn't couldn't hear him. Uh, All right. All right. All right. Everyone, let's just do this reset. Let's let's start. Yep. Okay. So we have Boise State in New Mexico. And uh, Yang, do we have the music? There is a man who lets him tell who stands for what is right. Like quieter, he never shirks or cowers from a fight. This is our Sheriff Lobo, mighty Sheriff, Sheriff Lobo. Lobo. Cover the spread. Always hear his morals stand alone. Boise State come in and lay three touchdowns. All right, Sheriff Lobo. That's what TV was TV. That's enough, Yang. Thank you. Uh, uh, boy, Boise State, minus 21. It's a train wreck of a game, Steve, but what's your take on it? I liked Boise last Friday. We talked about it on the show here, and I actually had a best bet on them when they upset. It's hard to say they upset Fresno as a home underdog, but they were a home dog in that game. Um, you know, they go from being a home dog to being a road favorite now, something I probably have never seen happen with Boise because they're hardly ever a home dog. So you do worry about the scheduling set up a little bit here. But then again, it's hard to get on the Lobo train there. Five straight losses, uh, three and seven on the season and giving up 36 points a game, New Mexico. So it doesn't look like a great scheduling spot, even being a primetime national TV game for Boise, though. No, uh, no, but don't you think just Boise, uh, Cam, you're going to make a case for Sheriff Lobo here, 317. Yes, I, I yes, think Boise, yes, I am. I think Boise go in there and win I, by 24. I think they go in there and win by, like, 10. I think it's 10. kind of a bad spot for Boise. Yeah, I think uh, New Mexico at home, I know it's three touchdowns. Boise's better on the blue turf. They'll go into the game thinking it's a cakewalk, and it won't be as easy as they think. I, I, I have to take three touchdowns in this game, Gabe. I'm on Sheriff Lobo. Yeah, it's a, to me, it's it's an ugly game. It, it is. I have, but the game I'm focused more in on is uh, is Memphis and SMU here tonight. And uh, Steve, we'll start with you here. Memphis, uh, Memphis, not known for their defense. The total is uh, 74 and a half in this game. SMU gets seven and a half points, and they struggled out of the gate, SMU, but they've turned it up a notch down the stretch here with Sonny Dykes. They're one win away from bowl eligibility. I think SMU can play with Memphis. I, I don't trust laying. I don't trust Memphis laying points on the road like this. Yeah, and obviously seven a very key number. And as you mentioned, it's currently seven and a half in most locations. So you're getting that extra hook, which is about five percent of the time favorites win by seven points. It's it's a substantial half point difference. Uh, Memphis in here off back to back wins, 106 points combined in those two wins offensively. So they can move the ball, 44 and a half points a game. Uh, SMU is actually not a bad defensive team, though. They give up 37 points a game, but they only give up five and a half yards per play against teams that average 5.9. So I think their defense is actually better than Memphis's defense. I uh, just don't know if offensively they can keep up tonight. What are you doing with this what game, What do you think Kat? about uh, – uh, I'm actually with you, Gabe. Uh, I think, I, I, think I, I like both dogs. 
I, I like uh, New Mexico a little bit more, but I think uh, with the hook, it's uh, at uh, seven and a half. I might take a shot with both home dogs tonight. I think uh, Memphis is better. They're better home team. But Smoo at home, getting seven and a half, I can deal with that. As for the total, you're right. I, I, it should go over the number, Marenzi, but you know, a couple, like, look at the last night with the Tulane game, their quarterback. I'm going to know how many, how many picks did the guy throw? Like, five? That terrible. It was unbelievable. Every every time, oh, every time they were driving, and big ones, and big returns the other way, too. So, yeah, he had a play, terrible game for you look sure. At, you look Just at SMU. Don't have that type of mistakes. You look at SMU scores. Um, you know, last time they played, it was it was sixty six to forty five Memphis and SMU last year. Woo! Yeah, so they really got That's after over. it. Um, Memphis had been on a, a three game overrun forty seven twenty one fifty nine forty one, and they lost uh, sixty uh, sixty five thirty three to Missouri. Meanwhile, you look at SMU. I mean, they gave up fifty points to UConn. Um, they scored sixty two though sixty two fifty forty five thirty one. Uh, you know, SMU, an impressive game against Cincinnati, guys. They only lost by six points against the Bearcats. You know, it's a real, you need a, you need a really clean ride to hit the over here. I think, the, I think it'll get there, but um, that's what I'm going with. I'm going to go with SMU and the over in this game. I'm going to take SMU and the over. The New One Mexico- thing I mentioned, too, about SMU, you know, their offense not being great. They put up 107 the last two games, like you mentioned. So it does appear that they're playing better here down the stretch. Yeah, ton, ton of points, ton of points. And you know what, they're, you know, you look, they, just the fact is they've won three of their last four football games. They've won four of their last uh, six uh, football games. All right, we'll take a quick break. We've got Steve Merrill with us, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the cover's experts. Ian Cameron will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk about my heartbreak uh, DFS uh, stuff last night, in which uh, in the second half, late last night, I was in 50th place out of 39,000 people, but I only ended up winning $15. Game Time Decisions continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Uh, we'll get into the uh, the NBA a little bit after. Let's, uh, we only got Steve Merrill for a couple more minutes uh, here. Steve Merrill, CoversExperts.com, ProSportsInfo.com. Uh, Actually, Steve, before we get into the NFL, looking at the NBA tonight, uh, you got Toronto Raptors coming off a couple of losses. Um, they, they got beat down by the Pelicans. They blow a 19-point lead at the Pistons. Now they're going to Boston. Boston are only 6-6. Six and six. Uh, excuse me, eight and six, but you know they're two point favorites here. What what do you make of this game uh, tonight? It feels like Boston. You know, Toronto beat them two weeks ago on a Friday night. It feels like Boston should beat them this time. Yeah, and the key for the Celtics really is you know Kyrie Irving's health on and off. Um, he's got kind of like Westbrook with the Thunder. Uh, Celtics have obviously been a money burner uh, before their winning cover against Chicago two nights ago. They had lost five straight against the spread. 
you do wonder if that Chicago win that was a catalyst for them winning that game by 29 points. Now they're at home. Historically, this is a pretty good momentum play for teams in this situation. Raptors, meanwhile, off back-to-back home losses now taken to the road. I'm not sure they're just going to flip the switch and fix their problems overnight. Yeah, you know, the, you yeah, Gabe, you, you know, though, year. when the Raptors play these guys, it's a, they, do, they do well against Boston, Gabe. We've seen these low spreads before. They usually go into Boston. They can handle their business there. This might be a, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not uh, running to the window to bet Boston at minus two. I think the Raptors can, I think they're a better team, and they've had a couple bad games, and uh, they can go into Boston to win. You know, Gabe, historically they used to go in there and do some damage. The Friday night Boston games, the Raptors do pretty well there. No, I know, I know, I know. The Raptors, I, I can't bet against the Raptors. Not because I'm a Raptor fan, but just because they're that good, and they are frustrated after a couple of losses in a row. And Boston's having some chemistry and uh, just some sort of early gelling uh, issues here but speaking of which basketball is it's you can't just people sort of assume that oh this guy's on this team now or these guys are together that everyone's going to come yep. together quickly for them it, it doesn't happen um you got philadelphia and utah we saw steve the other night that um jimmy butler goes to philadelphia they end up losing a six-point favorites uh on the road against orlando now they're laying three what's amazing to me man about the utah jazz this year's team is they can't win at home this team they're a bad home team and, you know, they're better on the road, but we're talking about a Jazz team that got tattooed by 50 the other night to the, to the, uh, to the Dallas Mavericks. Philadelphia's only laying three. I, I want to take Philly here. Yeah, once again, you know, they're in the middle of a road trip. The um, Jazz are a five-game road trip. They won at Memphis, but then, as you mentioned, they got blown out 118-68 at Dallas two nights ago. Not sure, once again, having to travel the day in between that you all of a sudden fix all of your issues after a 50-point blowout. So, Really hard to trust the Jazz here till we see something. But as you said, Philadelphia is a team I kind of want to see something from as well, as they could have some chemistry issues in the short term. You know, last week here on the show, we were talking about how I thought the Des Bryant pickup was a mistake by the Saints and that him being injured is probably a good thing. They went out and put up 51 at Cincinnati. They obviously did not need him. It would have been really interesting to see if they would have had that same disruption as I thought they might. All right, so NFL football, uh, Steve, before we get you out of here, um, some you know, interesting games, Titans, Colts, an interesting one, Redskins and uh, Redskins and uh, Texans. And as game day approaches, we got the old school Redskin helmet here, pretty nice too. Um, as as game day approaches, I'm really starting to really like the Texans more and more in this game. You know, Tampa couldn't expose Washington's problems last week, and you know what? I was on them. I was on the uh, the Washington Redskins, but I feel as though this week the Houston Texans can expose their uh, their weaknesses, Steve. It's interesting because it seems like the Redskins are going to win this division by default. You know, the Eagles just can't get on track. Redskins are now 6-3. and three. They won. Philly lost at home against Dallas. So the Redskins now have a several-game lead. But whenever it starts to look good for the Redskins, they start to have a bad off game. You know, that bye week loss against New Orleans. Then they win three straight in a bad home loss against Atlanta. So we'll see if they can keep the momentum going. On the surface, this is not a great spot for Houston. They're off of five, actually six straight wins. And they've gone four one and one against the spread the last six, and now they're playing a non-conference road game um, with Tennessee on deck and some other uh, conference games coming up. Uh, the other thing too is I just don't know if Houston's offense is that good. The Redskins struggle against really good offensive teams like the Saints and the Falcons. Houston has scored despite winning six straight guys. They've scored twenty or less in four of their last five wins, so they're not a real explosive team right now. No, they really aren't, Steve. Uh, they've Mary. also be- they've also beaten lightweights, Gabe and Steve. You know, take a look at the, the teams that Houston has beat. That's the only reason, Gabe. I was I, I was with you, man. I'm looking at Houston, but I'm starting to think about uh, 
the skins at home and that defense. They've beaten good teams like Carolina there, Green Bay. Like, I know they're not great teams, but take a look at the teams that Houston have beat. They've been like bottom feeders. It's kind of they, they Indianapolis. Now you got to lay three. They beat Indianapolis, Dallas, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Miami, and Denver. Yeah, it's not a murderer's role. And lost to the Giants before that. And lost to the Giants before that as a home And lost to the Giants, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they've responded since then. But you can say the same same thing about the Washington Redskins. I mean, they're what? I agree. Yeah, I mean, the Redskins got pummeled by the the Saints. They they, they had a nice win against uh, Carolina. They beat the Giants. They lost to the Falcons. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I get it. I get it. All right, uh, Steve, so before we get you out of here, what's your take on the, uh, the Monday nighter with the Rams and the Chiefs? Well, highest NFL total ever. It's around 63 right now. It was as high as 64 earlier. There's been 11 times over the last 15 years that there's been a total of 57 and a half or higher at closing, and the over is a perfect 11 and 0 in those games, guys. So, as Gabe, you know, and I've talked about this a lot of times with the NBA lines. Remember the big totals, how they always go over? It's a fact that the NFL totals go over when they're high like this. It is for good reason. Now, had this game stayed in Mexico, I would have been very concerned because the turf was a mess. But now that it's back in L.A. on a fast track, um, you know, the over looks like the only way to play it if you're going to play the total. Steve, I know you've got a radio hit to do in, uh, in uh, Virginia now. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Steve, Steve. Take care, Merrill. Steve. Good stuff with uh, Steve. Yeah, just looking at the board, and we talked about this game. Like, the more and more I think about it, Gabe, Indianapolis is going to be on the final card. I, th- I think it's a really good spot for them this week. We've already talked about it. People are going to go on the Giants. I think Tampa Bay is well worth a hard look there. Uh, and Atlanta, Atlanta's one favorite, I think, uh, against Dallas. I think Atlanta can really score score some points in that game. And three's not a big number to cover. Those are games that I'm circling right now. I like the Atlanta Falcons. I had to submit my uh, my picks for the Golden Nugget contest, and um, of course we know in the Golden Nugget uh, the Nugget contest you pick seven games, and most of my success has actually come on the back of the National Football League. To be honest, you can pick college or NFL games. I came out yeah, of the so game seven. You could do seven NFL games if you want. Yeah, you could do five and two. I've done that. That's cool. I've done. I've done. For the most part, I did uh, seven NFL games. That's sort of what got me back on track. Just sort of consistently going, you know, five and two, six and one, five and two, five and two. I mean, uh, we've we've been on a nice roll. We're up to fortieth place right now. We're only one game out of the money though. Like it's like a golf tournament. Like we're tied for fortieth. Top twenty makes money, but the the people that are tied for nineteenth. Are only one win ahead of me, so I'm right. I'm right in striking right. distance, and there's a lot of football you need, left. You need a birdie to make get inside the cut line, get some cash, and then uh, go for even more money. That's the key. Yeah, so you know, you it's like a horse race. I don't want to be at the top, but I, I want to make a little bit of a move and then just sort of battle, and uh, and hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, grind our way through this to at least get you know make make a couple of bucks back in this in this contest, but. You know, what happened, is, and I like the games this week, but it all depends on the numbers. The numbers are so important, and especially in these contests, they tweak things a little bit. Like a good example is I like the Atlanta Falcons for betting purposes at minus three, as you were just stating. I do like that. I like the Falcons, but in the Golden Nugget contest, they had the Falcons at minus three and a half. Big hook. Didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Out of three and a half. Another example in, in the Nugget contest, I like the, uh, I like the Minnesota Vikings this week. Like the Minnesota Vikings this week, only two and a half. Bears uh, two and a half in the contest. Can't do it. 
because you got to push in these contests, as you know. Same in, 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 in the Westgate contest. You get half a point. So, so did you touch the Cincinnati-Baltimore game? Because they did put out a no. line at six and a half for Baltimore. No, That's I didn't. No, That's did they? Oh, I what, in the Super yeah, Contest? Yeah. yeah. In the Super Contest, correct. Interesting. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, know, I, get, I, get the, I get the team emails because every team, I told you, you know, the system, high team gets to pick, and they send everybody. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that, taking Cincinnati. They took the That's a lot of points, considering it's going to be six, RG3, yes. a quarterback. Yeah, and the real spread's probably going to be what three and a half. Like you get that—that's the thing I find about the super contest. Those games that they take off the board are really beneficial to the dog. They inflate it because they don't don't want to get burned by the favorite at a low number. And I've noticed every OTB game, the the dog gets inflated points. So I actually um, I actually played tonight's game in the contest. Not screwing around. Uh, what's yeah. move? Yeah, I took SMU in the contest, and I took Boise State. And this is going to come as a surprise. It's going to come as a surprise, but I took uh, Indiana tomorrow against my Michigan Wolverines. It's a lot of points. 28 and a half in the contest. Yeah, it's too mad. I'm kind of with you. I think uh, think Michigan will win by like 17 to 21. Uh, That's just, that's a lot of points to be laying, man. Dude, Michigan play Ohio State next week. They're, um, they're, uh, you know, if, if they get up by 17 or whatever, there's no style yep. points. We saw this last week, dude. They were very vanilla against Rutgers. It's to the point where they don't want to give, they don't want to tip their hand with their cool pass plays. They don't want to get anybody hurt. They, they were it getting hurt. a lot of bodies came in. The younger kids were running the ball late in the game. It's going to be the same thing this week. You know, it's their last home game. I'm a little bit concerned about that. That you know, I wouldn't. Sh- you know, hey, they could win 35-3, but Indiana aren't terrible, and you know that Indiana aren't terrible. We don't need much so from Indiana. Score. If Indiana can give me 10 points, 14 points, they'll cover. Like, Michigan's not scoring 50 points. Michigan just wants to get out. They can't afford to get injured, Ken. They're playing Ohio State next week. Yep, exactly. And Rutgers had a touchdown. What was their team total? Three and a half in the game, and they got a touchdown. They got a stupid punt return. Yeah, 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 it was ridiculous. Yeah, if Rutgers can get seven, I got to believe that Indiana can get you 13 to 16 points. I know Michigan's D is lethal, like absolutely lethal, but Indiana has a much better offense. Yeah, you know what? Indiana's played uh, Indiana's played them tough before too. You know, we saw I saw Indiana play against um, I saw Indiana play against Penn State a couple of weeks ago. They gave Penn State all they could handle. And um, I think earlier on they gave Ohio State. They were like hanging around or whatever. Didn't they play them earlier too? Like Indiana's one of those teams. Like sure they're losing games, but they don't go down without a fight. They're they're a very gritty team. Like they're they're not. Gonna they have a lot over. of heart. They're not going to roll. Yeah, yeah, they do they have do. heart. They really do. Like they, they, they yeah, they punch up. up. Like they punch up their body weight. Like you look at the look at the scores here, Cam. Last year, Michigan and Indiana, twenty-seven twenty Michigan. The year before that, Michigan twenty ten. Year before that, forty-eight forty-one. You see where we're going here? Three consecutive years. Yep. Indiana tight. Indiana's hung around. You know what I mean? Indiana's covered. Um, Indiana's five and they're a five and five football team. Yeah, which is like, pretty you know impressive I mean? actually. Like, Think about it. So these guys, yes, yes. They, at Ohio State, they lost forty-nine to twenty-six, but they were in that game. I remember watching until the fourth quarter, where Ohio State uh, really like opened that game up. They yeah, but that, that's, a versus, that's, that's a yeah, cover. That's that's a cover. Yeah, of course they covered. Yeah, that's a cover. No, I'm yep, saying in this game for us, they were getting twenty-seven, and now they covered that game, but now we yep. covered this game. Correct. Yep. And Penn State five. You know what I mean? Like the yes, yeah, they were getting they, fourteen they, they, they at Penn battled. State. They lost by five. All right, they got smoked by Iowa. Um, they lost a heartbreaker to Minnesota. 
nice comeback win to um, to try to get bowl eligibility to uh, to beat Maryland, uh, Maryland last week in a high yep. scoring game. Yeah, they're gritty. They're they're five hundred. They're a five hundred football team in the in well, the look. Big they're Ten. not they're not beating so, Michigan, but they're gonna they're gonna bring no, they're God, gonna no. try. Twenty eight points. Yeah, no, I like. It's your saying. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Twenty eight and a half points in a Big Ten game is a hell of a lot of points. Yes, like yeah. and you're a Michigan fan. You're you're a realist saying, hey, Indiana might lose this game by like you know that's what I say, seventeen to twenty one or whatever. But it's twenty eight and a half. Even even twenty seven. Like and I'm still squeezed. Yeah. At, at twenty eight and a half, man, that's thirty points essentially. You need four touchdowns and a field goal. A field goal, yep. And you know, weather's not going to yeah. be great. Michigan's got a massive look ahead spot next week. They just want to get this win and get the hell out of there. Um, and, you yeah, know, Indiana's right. like got Rutgers Purdue. Game. Indiana's got Purdue next week. So, um, you know, that that's going to be their their massive game. And they host Purdue, actually. And that'll be the one if they can get to six to get a bowl bid. Yeah, Purdue, Purdue, after after the win uh, against uh, Ohio State, they're, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team, man. They look good one week and horrible the next week. So inconsistent, the Boilermakers. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I thought they were a little overrated this year. And I've won yeah. betting against them, and I've lost betting against them a couple of times, too. So it's been hit or miss with me for the most part uh, with, with Purdue, but I agree. You know, they're, they're a very up and down team. I think they're overall, they're just, they were a little overrated coming into the year, to be honest. I oh, just think they were. Yeah. People are talking about their offense and stuff. Well, yeah. What about their defense? And it, it's still it's still a major problem. They're good. You know, they can score points on you. They look like they're a program that's turning it around. But still, they, to be in the Big Ten game, you know what you have to do. What is Ohio State and why Michigan, Wisconsin? Why are they always there? Defense. The other teams in the conference here, sure, they can go on the road. They could score some points. They could chuck it around. But Michigan bears down with one of the best defenses in college football in Ohio State. Hey, that's how hell. That's how they beat Michigan State. You saw that game. Their offense was anemic, but they were huge on defense. You know, every single time they won the field position battle, they backed them up. Safety, touchdown, all sorts of good stuff on defense. Um, got that Syracuse game tomorrow against Notre Dame. Just. Yeah, yeah, I really want to take Syracuse. Yeah, but uh, we walk it into a trap on that one. Yeah, we could be. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not going to be like we told you. This is a business now, and this week the business is is open for business. We're doing good. Yeah, this uh, business, I'm not, I'm not pissing business it away. is bad this week uh, at the store, to be honest. Yeah, not not horribly yeah. bad, but sales are a little down. Yeah, my 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 store sales are through the roof. It's like Black Friday here, so I got to keep things up. Like I got more, I got murdered the other uh, football like Sunday, and. and I gotta be smart. It's what? Black Friday next Friday here. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah, good sales. Yeah, hockey's been great, and uh, you know, just hit, hit, hitting some stuff, and yeah, just uh, that's the problem with this stuff, Gabe. You know the way it is. You just got to keep on rolling. You're gonna have good. You're gonna have good weeks and bad weeks, and don't do crazy stuff. That's the problem. Don't fall into old traps. So, what is that? Uh, how does this correlate on your take on the uh, Notre Dame Syracuse game? <laughs> Well, it, uh, it means I want to take Syracuse, but it's a hard bet. Like I'm not gonna. I gotta like look into it a little bit more. Notre Dame's still dangerous, you know. I just just because I don't like Notre Dame and I want to take Syracuse doesn't mean you're gonna bet the game. So, you know, we'll have to we'll have to dig a little bit deeper. Everybody likes Syracuse. All it's just that oh, and Syracuse that's not good. Public, publicly backed dogs. Uh, publicly backed dogs. That's where they go to die. That's uh, that's not cool. Yeah, you know, I it's, it's publicly backed dogs. It's one thing you learn whenever. Like you want to take the rare dog. Like the, the, you know, like, no one's talking about. Like the week, a perfect example of that was in football, the Bills. They're like you know what I mean. There were so many games on the board, and the Bills just go in the Jets and beat the crap out of them. You know, seven and a half point dogs. They go in there, they score. 
special teams plays, trick plays, whatever. They're all into it. Murder them, yeah. That, but that wasn't really on a lot of betters, uh, you know, boards for a dog. But that's what seems to happen. A lot of the time, these public dogs, they just get murdered. Try to stay away from them. Yeah, weather's not going to be a factor in this game. At least it shouldn't be. Like, the weather was pretty much, much better today in, in New York. Totals up to 65, pretty high. Syracuse getting 10. Yeah, my I don't know, man. My gut instinct tells Notre Dame haven't been great big favorites, Cam, this year. You know, remember they, nope. uh, they played against Pitt. They won by five. They, uh, they've, they've been challenged a couple of times, Notre Dame, in these games. Even Ball State they didn't cover. No, you're right. You know what I do like tomorrow? It's, uh, it's up to six and a half now, too. Is um, Tennessee. Tennessee's been playing a hell of a lot Tennessee better. Getting man. Plus six and a half against Kentucky. Mizzou. To your Kentucky Wildcats, Tennessee's actually figured it out the last few weeks. They're playing much better football. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll open up the phone lines. Babano will step up and in. All that and more. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. iHeartRadio, we've got a uh, video stream going on Fridays uh, here on uh, YouTube. We appreciate those of you uh, joining us uh, right now uh, in the chat, as well as, um, you know, we got the the video stream uh, going. Uh, one day, one day, but um, I guess we were going to set this up. we got to set Cam up, actually, although I think Cam... Cam enjoys his anonymity uh, in these situations. Like, what are you? Are you, uh, you dressed right now, Cam? What are you wearing? Yeah, you're dressed because Portuguese Joe's there. So, are you? Are you just? Are you in house gear? Or are you? You ready to? Could you go out right now? I actually could go out. I got a. I got a. The, my El Cortez golf shirt on, and I have uh, like they are. There are jogging pants, though. They're they're not nice slacks. I just had underwear on before, but it was a little bit chilly with the weather, so I put on jogging pants. An El Cortez golf shirt and jogging pants. Yeah. <laughs> You're keeping it real. Yeah, I do. Hey, that's the way we do it, Marenzi. It's actually funny. I'm actually, when I screwed up the other day with the computer, I'm cleaning up some stuff. I think I have to update uh, some versions of some programs. Remember, I bought this computer off a kid in a McDonald's. So there's a lot of things, and I don't have an IT department. So, yeah, in my defense, and, you know, I'm not going to pay any money to come fix me, and my friends are all, you know, plowing snow or doing other stuff. So I think I put in, in a new uh, program of Skype and some other things, so I am going to give it a try uh, the next time we do the show. Uh, next Friday, I'm going to try the video uh, stream. You know, I'll have a shower and clean up and uh, hope it works out for everybody. And once again, we're, we're, still, we're still not sure, and we're, we're concerned when Cam says that his friends were uh, plowing snow. I'm still really not sure what it means, but uh, nevertheless. Speaking of snow and plowing Salts. snow, though, I wanted to, uh, yeah, basalts. I wanted to um, <laughs> I wanted to get to uh, this story here. I don't know if you saw this. 
But uh, Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia made the Detroit Lions um, practice outdoors yesterday in a snowstorm. Now, yeah, I'll tell you something. I'll the fact is, yeah. they're playing at home this yeah. week indoors. Yeah, indoors against and the I'm, Carolina Panthers. Climate so, controlled. You know, and here there's a picture of them in the snow. And here's Matt Patricia wearing shorts and stuff like Johnny Tough Guy. Yet, he, so he was asked, why are you practicing outside when you have an indoor game this week? Like, if you're going on the road and you're outdoor conditions, I get it. And he basically said he wanted to work on some fundamentals. It's like, dude, you're three and six. You know, the, the players didn't like you from the onset because of your stupid two-a-days and stuff. This ain't, dude, like, this is just, like, politics. Like, he's grandstanding. I don't know what the hell. Is he yeah, trying Matt, to show Matt, the owner Matt, he's Matt, mad? They're three and six. Yeah. And, dude, you know the players yeah. are laughing at him and just think he's a dickhead. And, like, uh, Wiley Coyote just tweets. He goes, because uh, Matt Patricia, and then to be just a jackass, Matt Patricia released an 890-word uh, statement on why he did this in the snow. And it's in, like, really small writing and stuff. Like, he's just a jerk. And like Wiley Cody said, did Patricia explain why it was worth having his players risk injury and blown knees or Achilles tendons in the snow in these conditions during a practice? Like, dude, at this rate, Patricia's going to get removed at the end of the year, bro. Like, he, they, exactly. they might be 3-13. and 13. I, You just stole my thunder there. It's exactly what I was going to say. I think the players are going to go up to management. It almost feels like they're tanking the season because they're not the same They are. Anymore. I think they they've quit like on trying. it. Yeah, hey, well, and I'll tell you, yeah, so this guy is worried about somebody's posture, and we talked about it before. You know what? From a guy that's got a little bit of a gut, he should be worrying about his own stuff before uh, ripping on other people. Glass houses, man, you shouldn't throw stones. This guy's been beating down on the media, doing it to the players. Hey, dude, you're not Bill Belichick. You don't have, just because you work for him doesn't mean you have his pedigree, and uh, I think the guy's actually done a horrible job there. And, yeah, it looked good for a couple weeks, Moretzi, but then, you know, uh, you talked about it earlier on in the season. The guy's acting like a jerk, and, and today's modern athlete, it doesn't fly. I would not be surprised if he was done at the end of the year. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, they're going to... Um... They're gonna. I wouldn't be surprised either if they go to the Ford family and say, "Listen, this just is." Uh, yeah, we can't hire this. It's or, bad hire. <laughs> or basically, players just systematically one by one leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a every good point. free agent yeah. just is like, "I'm done." Like, no, nah, I'm not resigning here. And then you know, don't th- you don't think when other players, they're all friends, you don't think other players see this with Matt Patricia and they're going, "Man, I'd never play for that guy." I, I'm not going. First off, I wouldn't go to Detroit. Secondly, I'm not going to play for that clown. You know, like they like Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell got thrown under the, the bus. I don't. I, you know, Jim, was, it was the Jim, biggest. Yeah, that was and, the and wrong, yeah, high, okay. wrong firing with that guy. You're right. You're absolutely right. Marvin Lewis keeps a job at Cincinnati because they win a fluky game that helps Buffalo get into the playoffs. Yet you talk about Jim Caldwell. That what did they ever give this guy? You know, when since Calvin Johnson's left, what do you, what do you ever done for Jim Caldwell? Did you ever go out and get like big guys? No. It's not Jim Caldwell's fault. He was a nice man that took the fall, and then instead of just getting a regular coach. They do, like, overcompensate and get a complete dick in Patricia who players don't even want to listen to because he's a dictator. You haven't done anything to become a dictator. It doesn't work there, Matt. He's, he's, he's on the verge of being three and seven. And, you know, yeah. I didn't want to take Carolina. I wasn't, I wasn't overly like, oh, I'm running the window to take Carolina here, even though I think the Panthers win. I don't like laying four points yeah. on the road. It's up to four no. and a half now. No. But even now, Matt Stafford's not 100%. You can tell us, and Stafford got sacked six times last week. Their their yep. old line just broken up. down. Yep. Stafford's not into this. He, you could tell right from the onset when they got their ass kicked by the Jets on Monday Night Football game. I remember they interviewed Stafford before the game, 
I've never seen him so least, least less excited to start a season. Like, normally he's a happy-go-lucky guy. I used to criticize Stafford because he was too happy. And it was opening night, and it was Michelle Tafoya or Lisa Salters, whoever, and they said, oh, Matt, you know, you got a new coach, start of a new season. Tell us about the new atmosphere. He goes, well, we'll see. Time will tell. You know, we'll see how it works out. He didn't say, oh, it's great. Yeah, we're excited for the year. <laughs> no, he couldn't even hide it. I tweeted about it at the time, right away, first night. I said, yeah, yeah, I, I knew it. I, You know, I, I called this from the onset. I knew the players love Caldwell, so I was following it through camp. They all hate Patricia. And um, you know what's really funny, too? Like, the only guy that didn't hate Matt Patricia is Golden Tate, and he gets traded. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. No, it's true. I remember Golden Tate <laughs> I know. saying that, you know what, people need to be, uh, you know, we need to be toughened up, and, you know, we're not winning here, so Matt Patricia's attitude and stuff. But I don't know, man. Golden Tate could have just been sucking up to him. Who knows? Golden Tate's a weird dude that isn't liked anyway. Remember in Seattle, they didn't like him in the room either. Yeah. So there's a reason why he keeps like getting let go or traded Golden Tate, even though he's a good player. Um, Matt, long story short, Matt Patricia's a clown. And it's hard not to think Carolina just go in there and beat these guys up now. McCaffrey, Cam, and Funchess and these guys. It's going to be too much for a, a toothless lion team. Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, I think the, and the the Panthers are going to be licking their wounds from that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Thursday night game, Gabe. And I'll tell you something about the conditions too. That uh, fast track at the Ford Field, I think it's actually an advantage to Carolina and their skill position players. They're going to love playing on that surface, oh, yeah, that yeah. atmosphere. Christian McCaffrey, a perfect carpet for him. Cam Newton. Well, I did. I put together. And in NFL, you tweak. You especially tweak it, guys. More, you know, you especially your, your optimizer. You know, do you want a quarterback on one team, a, a running back and a wide receiver on one team, wide receiver on the other team? So I was tweaking with some different formats with a stack, and I'll tell you what, um, the computers and the the projections really like Cam Newton this week. They're very high on Cam Newton and that offense, and, you know, and they're not very high on, on Stafford and, and his offense. And conversely, we know the Lions are just sort of quitting. All right, so... Um, I believe we've got uh, Bob in Vermont that wants to say hi to Cam and and to me as well. But uh, hey guys, how you doing? What's up, Bob? Cam and Bob. Dave, how you guys doing? Good stuff. I Bob. like what's happening, Bob? I like what uh, Gabe told everybody about what I said about um, uh, what's his name again, Gabe? Yeah, what what did I say about who? Not Patricia, your friend. That no, 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 the guy from uh, Las Vegas. What's his oh, the name? guy from Las Vegas, uh, Ted Savransky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, you think me. he's Ted yeah, Danson, I don't you? He... Ted no, I'm not Ted Danson. No, 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 I'm not Ted Danson. I said the guy, you know, Munch. Yeah, Munch. Munch. From, oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Belzer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, from Law and Order Special Victim. actually a pretty good call, Richard Belzer's the best. Yeah, doesn't he look like, Cam, doesn't he a little look bit. like Munch? A little bit. Yeah, Munch had more. Yeah, I think so, too. Munch has yeah, more of those things in his face, though. You know those things when you have acne as a kid and you get those craters? Savransky doesn't have yeah. those, but they have some of the same facial characteristics. I do agree. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, call, I do, do, yeah. So um, I got my lineup for this week. Do you want to hear it? All right, good stuff. First off, Bob. Sure, uh, Bob. I know you were out this morning. So what was what? this? You have a job interview? You got a haircut or something? I saw online. I saw you. Yeah, I got job. a haircut this morning. I got a haircut this morning, yep. Good stuff. Good I got stuff. a part-time job. Oh, uh, no, I got I had an interview. I'll find out. No, I'll find out after Thanksgiving. Okay. Day after the, you know, the weekend. So, so did I'll you find see? Out that day. 
Did you see Michelle's? Uh, did you see Michelle Serpico's weather report this morning? She did very good in that. She did very good. Yeah, she's a future meter. I, I like we're how gonna lose she her was news. standing up next to the thing, and you got a lucky view too. Yeah, I had a great view, didn't I? But you I, you know, yeah, I had to, I had to keep <laughs> yeah, it professional. Yeah, I was getting jealous. I was getting jealous, man. I was getting jealous, man. Uh, Bob, when you're sitting that close home. to the sun, you got to look away, right? It, it burns yeah. the eyes otherwise. I know, you get blinded, huh? You get blinded. Yeah, with sunglasses, huh? <laughs> so yeah, I can see him cracking up all the time. Yeah, basically, Damn, where are you from originally? Where am I from originally? Where Just uh, outside of Toronto. Oh, oh, you're in Canada now? Uh, yeah, yes, Cam's yes, in yes, Toronto. Yeah, Cam's in uh, in Toronto, Canada. Oh, okay. You ask him what he's wearing. He's he says his underwear. <laughs> he was. He put was some, like at least to, he put some jogging pants yeah, on, right? I put I put some clothes on today, Bob. It's a, it's a victory. You got to hear know, I, I put clothes, old I put, I put clothes on. on too. We all win. How much snow do you guys get in New York? Um, oh. We, we get pummeled, but there Buffalo gets. For people that don't know, people get. For people that don't know, everyone's like Toronto, yeah. or whatever. Buffalo gets pummeled more than anybody probably gave. But Montreal. oh, do you remember the first snowstorm they had? Seven feet Buffalo's, of snow. Oh, it's nuts! It snows they every got time. Seven there. feet of snow one year. The snow already They're melted. The, melted here. Here. the snow melted here yeah, in New York yesterday. There was a ton of snow. It's all gone though, just like that. Um, it was quite, know, we got cr- quite the flash storm. Three inches. I know, ours was too, but it's nasty. I ever, wanted it. You ever I go up to Montreal, Bob? You're you're in Vermont. You ever go up oh, to yeah, Montreal? Oh, yeah, I want to see the Expos. Yeah, I like the old uniforms. Yeah, great. great. Remember, they had the Vermont uniforms. Expos, too. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, they yes, had the Vermont and Expos. The, um, and the Blue Jays, too, and... So you get uh, you watch. I remember. I remember the TV stations. Let me let me get it right here. It's uh, WCAX TV. WCAX. Yeah, that's in Burlington, that's Vermont. Burlington, Vermont. That's, that's Burlington, a CBS Vermont. affiliate. The ABC affiliate mm-hmm. is WVNY. Mm-hmm. And they get, uh, uh, they get the Giants games on the. Yeah, and they got they got a Fox affiliate too that. The Fox, though, is just sort of, like, syndicated. They don't have, like, a local newsroom and stuff. But, yeah, you know, I'm from Montreal, no. so I grew up watching that. WCAX. Yeah, I like Montreal. I love Montreal. I Great. love those. A lot of hot uh, girls, Bob, in Montreal. There's no rats down there. <laughs> nah, no, there's no, no, there's no not. There's no rats down there. The metro, they no, call it the metro. Like it's clean. Toronto, Toronto the subway's clean. infested with rats, though. Oh, yeah. My mother wanted to take pictures of... My mother wanted to take pictures and send it to Mayor Koch when we got back from New York. Yeah, she should. You know what? I I was walking home last night, Bob. Big fat rat, man. Yeah. Right in front of me. I could hear him. I know. They're huge in New York. Yes, very huge. Okay, Bob, what's your lineup? Give us us your lineup before we get you out of here. Okay, I got Drew Brees as my quarterback. Yep. And Michael Thomas as my wide receiver. All right. Yep, I got the same. And Willie Sneed. Number four as my wide receiver. Kareem Hunt, Derek Henry, Vance McDonald as my tight end, and Corey Davis as my, um, what's that called? Uh, flex? Yeah, Flex. Yeah, that you know, Flex, yes. And Pittsburgh is my defense. <laughs> yeah, Flex. I couldn't remember that word, Flex. Yeah, yeah, flex. flex. In basketball, I call it utility. Yeah, I, and, yeah. 
How does that sound? I like some of your players. You know, we're doing this Sunday. Good. We're gonna have a full lineup, and even at six o'clock, Bob, we're gonna get into the NFL a bit. But I like your, I like your Drew Brees. Get into. I like the Drew Brees. Kareem I think Hunt. Dame will kick butt tomorrow. Uh, they, they probably do. I'm a little worried about taking. Yeah, Syracuse. that's my team. I, know. I do like Syracuse, but I'm Irish man. I go for my Irish Notre Dame eleven and zero. All right, Bob. You have a good weekend, Bob. We'll see. We'll see you. Uh, well, I'll talk to you on Sunday. Yeah, we'll be, on, right? we'll be on the air. We'll be on the air Sunday with your main man, Corey Parson, the mayor. Yeah, Joe never lets us call his show. God, that's so <laughs> he's a sleep show. Oh, Galena. Calling that show. Yeah, good job. Let's you on there, Bob. Oh, Joe, who's your Saturdays. No, on Saturday morning. Oh, Oh, Lisey. Talking about Lisey. Yeah, Lisey. Yeah, I think I should should sleep with a pill sometimes. They they don't let us call in that show. We don't. don't, uh, There's no callers on that show, though, Bob. You can't take it personal. Then no one calls. There's no calls. Why nobody calls? It should be called. He's a nice guy. I like him. He dresses. Quite snazzy. Yeah, they know college football, yeah, good, but uh, I don't know. Good I mean, I'll tell him we should take oh, calls okay. one of these weeks for you, Bob, all right? Yeah, tell him. You know, he I, he talked to me one time, I think. One time. Okay, <laughs> you guys, I'll see you on Sunday. See you, Bob. Take it easy, nice Bob. Nice talking to you, Cam. Bye All now. the best, buddy. Bob, Bob in Vermont. Nice Bob. guy, Bob in Vermont. Hair, yeah, I like Bob. Got a haircut, too, and a gig. Nice. Good day for Bob. I, I do like his deal. Job I interview, haircut. players yeah. in our lineup. Yep. Yeah, man, everybody yeah, moving on up. I like how he, I got there, I like how he said uh, Willie Sneed the fourth. He threw that Willie Sneed four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Willie Sneed IV. Yeah, four. Exactly. That was my, what's the position? Flex. That was the best flex. <laughs> what? Flex. Yeah, flex. <laughs> yeah, it's flex. And you said it. Utility and flex. Very simple. All right. So these stupid college football games both start at the same time tonight, 9 o'clock. Yeah, I wish you had a little bit of a leeway room there. See how the one game's going before the other. But, uh, yeah, got to gotta get it in. Got NBA basketball tonight. Tough card. I see a couple of spots. everything tonight. I want to take. I want to take the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. Do you? I never take them, but yeah, I'm thinking about taking dangerous. the Sixers. They're a dangerous team to bet on. All right, Babano's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk more football. Hey, Babano talks everything, so he'll have picks for for everything, including the Canadian NFL Football too. League playoffs. Yep. Exactly. I think the Raptors, Gabe, I'm telling you, that plus two. I, I, I think the Raptors might be on the betting card tonight. I know it's in Boston, but two points. Road. I got to pick my spots. We got to get this one right. It was bad money management last night. I went a little too heavy on those college games just blindly. Well, I told you I wasn't going to let you take the overs anymore, but the first thing you told me is overs, so I can't tell you what to do. It's your life, your money. You love overs. Uh, our main man, Craig Martin. Where you been, Craig? I think he's been Norway, actually. When are the, uh, the sports book going to release props for the uh, Tiger versus Phil? Uh, it'll get there. Don't worry. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you could listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions.
All right, breaking news from a couple of minutes ago. See that uh, Les Miles, we heard the rumor earlier in the day or yesterday about Les Miles uh, being connected to take over, shockingly. Although, you know what? I think he'd do a better job with the Detroit Lions than Matt Patricia would do. Les Miles yep. is going to become the new head coach of the Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas. I like that. Yeah, you know what? Good Kansas for Kansas. Are, They're not the playing around. Over. They're throwing like some Kansas, money at a real uh, coach for once. They're a team on the rise, and I remember uh, last week, well, on the rise from, like, being dead, basically, but even the final game, Gabe, they were getting 11 against Kansas State, and they should have won the game outright in, uh, that week in the Battle of Kansas, the Mayflower game. I'll tell you, man, I think the Jayhawks, we've been waiting for years. Remember Mark Mangino and all the guys that they've had there? It's just been a train wreck of a program, and, hey, I guess uh, Les Miles does it all. He's the representative for Dos Equis, the beer, and now uh, getting, getting a gig at Kansas. Good for him. All right, so I appreciate the uh, the tweet. We'll get to Babano in a second here, but I appreciate the tweet here from Stooch, and I almost think this is an April Fool's uh, joke, but uh, I'm aware about just how stupid people actually are in today's day and age. So, you know, uh, we knew about the kids eating the Tide Pods and detergent and... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. they got there's a new thing tampon, going on. Yeah, tampon juice, yeah. yeah. Kids these days will try just about anything to catch a buzz. Um, from including uh, buffing beer to vaping vodka. Their latest cheap thrill, feminine hygiene products. Teenagers in Indonesia are collecting menstrual pads and tampons, often of the used variety, boiling them, and allowing the mixture to cool and then imbibbing them the resulting liquid. Police have arrested several miners caught making this menstrual pad moonshine. Wow. 14-year-old confessed that he and his buddy swig it in the morning, afternoon, and evening. The National Narcotics Agency in Indonesia said it's uh, the chlorine used to sanitize menstrual products that get in the ah. kids tipsy, giving them hallucinations and a feeling of flying. Great. I wouldn't suggest drinking chlorine, though. You'll eventually, like, that's the thing. You're going to get high, but... Uh, yeah, but who is the first person to come up like with that, this? You're going to die. Who is the first... I, I, who is, I, I, I like to know, though, who came up with the idea? Yeah, who was the first person that said, you know what? Let me pick up this used tampon, boil it, and drink it. Like who does like I like to know like who like, you know how did how do they know it would get them high? Yeah, it's a yeah great. That's another good point. Yeah, like how do you you got to be like what some kind of like what are you a scientist? Like yeah, how would you know that that would be the effect? Good point. You know what I when I see this story, what I think I'm just looking around and I'm thinking, you know, somehow this Houston Oiler helmet could probably get me high, but I just don't know how to extract it. Like for all oh, we know, can do. I smoke yeah, the helmet? Yeah. Yeah, you can actually, Marenti. It's made of uh, those replica Ooh. helmets are made of special uh, polyethylene and plastic. Oh yeah, probably get you real burn. wasted smoking. Yeah, oh, you hope you'll die. Oh no, you'll uh, wasted. Yeah, you, you put you put a tent over that thing and light it on fire. The fumes, you won't even know where you are for a week, probably. Like bringing Babano. Like it, inhaling plastic, not a good, not a good vibe. Babano, what's up, Babano? Hey, Babano. And, and with that, we go from talking about useless things to useful things, making money, betting some football this weekend. Yeah, you know what? I had another story, too, actually. Bad timing for you, Babano, but we had another story, too, I want to get to. We were talking <laughs> about... Um, you, yeah, we were talking about um, zombie raccoons before, earlier oh, yeah, in the week, yeah. and a lot recently. There's a new one now going on, man. Raccoons are out of control, bro. Yeah. yeah raccoons are on back. the loose in West Virginia right now. And uh, they don't have rabies, but they're wasted. 
Officers in a town of Milton, about uh, 35 miles west of Charleston, West Virginia, are warning residents to be on the lookout for staggering and disorientated raccoons yep. as they are now intoxicated after eating too many crab apples crab that apples. have been fermented right. on trees. Great point. That's actually hilarious, Marenzi. Me and Joe were talking about it. He wants, uh, we're, we're going to make cider at home. So all it takes basically is three or four bags of apples. And let Mother Nature do its work. Yeah, these uh, these raccoons are. Uh, that's the thing about crab apples. Yep, fermented. Boom. That's basically yeah. They're they're high on moonshine. Amazing. Man, you got zombie raccoons, drunk raccoons, some crazy ass stuff, man. 2018's <laughs> a, uh, yeah. a cra- crazy high pods, tampon juice, tampon yeah, I don't juice. Know what the going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, the, the veterans in World War One are like, man, we lost, we fought, uh, we we do defended yeah. this, like this is what we. Great, this is, great point. This is the world we saved right now. We should have just backed it. Oh, my grandfather. Exactly. So how's, how's society doing? Uh, well, people I, are drinking uh, tampons. Tampons. Yeah. Raccoons are drunk, Tampon and uh, they, they can't yeah. die. They're zombies. These, <laughs> these war veterans, we're getting shot. We're, we're losing limbs. We're losing legs. We're yeah, losing like arms. And we're worried about a couple of raccoons in the middle of the night. Right. What are we thinking here? What are we no, doing? Where's they're, our toughness gone? And I, and I know we're on, the, uh, we're on the American Armed Forces Radio Network right now. And uh, listen, shout out to all you guys. We're putting yeah. your lives on the line, but I'm sure you guys, some of you are listening right now and going, these guys are right. Like, come on, people, society, you need to do better. Yeah. You need to do better. Like, these people are fighting to let us gamble and do these sports talk shows and stuff, but yeah. you're going too far, man, when you're, like, drinking tampon juice. Do, I have, do we have to tell you? Like, do you have to be told, like, don't boil, use tampons? Like, I don't know, man. Like, all right. Tough segue, sorry, Babano. Tough subway segue for you. I just like to ask that person that drinks tampon juice. You have a life. You have twenty four hours on a daily basis you're to live. Fourteen year old kids. That's what you're going to do. High. Yeah. <laughs> why can't you just do it the traditional way? Smoke yeah. A joiner, you know, the hash pipe. Like why? Why, why you have to go to a tampon? That's the problem, Redsy. It's always like reaching new levels. Like, can't you just be satisfied? Yeah, like, where Where are we going to be like in two years? Yeah. If we've yeah, gone from, like, Tide Pods to Tampon, fermented Tampon juice. Yeah, soon we're going to be boiling bags of, uh, yeah, crap, and then, you know, I, I don't know. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I, I don't know where to go from this. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm assuming the, walk, the Walking Dead TV show is going to become real. That's what I expect. It, yeah, it's a good like, I'm, I'm expecting, like, our first sort of zombie sightings where it's like, man, they're dead, but they're not dead, like, type thing. Like, we're yeah, seeing yeah, it with the raccoons boots. already. Exactly. Like, it's going to morph... Like, there's going to be some weird, real weird shit that happens, man, in, like, the next 10 years where you'll be like, wow, uh, what a time to be alive. But uh, Babano, football tonight, New Mexico Lobos, and uh, Boise State. It's up to 21 right now. What, what's your take on the football game? Yeah, it's it's a pick-your-poison kind of game here because you got New Mexico who've had a very disappointing season. The uh, growing pains of going from an option offense to now a spread offense and the just the difference that that takes considering you really recruited players to run option and now you're running a spread up-tempo offense. And we've seen New Mexico have some real growing pains on offense. Not going to be easy for them here, but at the same point in time, 
You're talking about laying three touchdowns on the road with Boise State off one of their bigger wins of the season, a rivalry game against Fresno State. There's a budding rivalry with those two programs now going back to last year. This is not a Boise State spot where I'm looking to lay three touchdowns with them uh, on the road, and it's still a banged-up defense. The question is, can New Mexico stop Brett Rippon in that offense? And it's probably not going to be no. easy for them to do it. So it's going to be difficult. I mean, it's a game that I, can, I don't trust New Mexico to move the ball. I don't trust Boise State in this spot to lay three touchdowns, so it's a pass. Yeah, you don't have to bet on every it's, game. It's but, also yeah. it's, it's a sandwich game for uh, Boise State too, because they had uh, they had the big game with uh, Fresno, but you know what they have in this game? They have Utah State game, and you know Utah Ooh. State's a pretty damn good team. So just be aware that's a, that's a tough spot for Boise State. Yeah, but the Utah lo- State is putting up sixty points on a weekly basis yeah. just for fun. I mean, their their offense has been absolutely incredible. Jordan Love been terrific. And remember how in week one against Michigan State, we're saying, What's wrong with Michigan State? They're getting carved up and shredded by Utah State. No, no, that's Utah State. That's a good Utah State offense that did that. The Utah State, very, very good football team. The thing is that yep. New Mexico are just so bad. And I don't know how much fight they have in them. I think Boise might just roll. I think Boise will cover, but you know, it's tough. It's, 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 you're laying 21, 21 and a half on the road. It's not a great spot to be in. If you're laying 21, I can sort of live with it. All right. So, what about this other one? Memphis and SMU. You know, earlier in the day, I was talking big about how I was just going to put my entire account on SMU plus the points. But now that the yeah. game's approaching, I'm starting to get colder feet. I'm still yeah, betting yeah, SMU, but let's say yeah. I don't want to get carried away. And you got the total at 74. What do you make of this, Babano? It's a, it's a game that I've, I've liked SMU all week. I feel like I've talked about this game way too many times on way too many different shows. But, hey, it's Friday night football. Uh, you got to be talking about the national TV it, well, game. Well, the game's yeah. on TV tonight. We don't got to exactly. talk about it. No, I mean, but uh, I agree. I mean, I'm looking at SMU here uh, in this game. It's just funny because Memphis SMU on a Saturday, you know, it gets buried with everything. But because it's Friday night. Uh, everyone wants to talk about it. But actually, I do have a good opinion on this game. I really, really like SMU here. And I like the over as well, uh, but I like the side a little bit more. Uh, Memphis has six wins. They clinched bowl eligibility uh, with that win last week. But the six wins, who were they? Mercer, Georgia State, South Alabama, UConn, East Carolina, and Tulsa. That's the sisters of the poor right there. That's nothing but one weakling after another that this Memphis team has beaten. Uh, so they've really feasted on a weak schedule, an easy slate. Now they got to go on the road. They're just one and three straight up and against the spread on the road. There is one matchup issue I have for SMU. They're terrible against the run defensively, and they have a great running back, Memphis and Henderson. He's been absolutely terrific. That's my one concern, but Ben Hicks in this offense is playing well. Uh, they're moving the ball. Memphis defense has been much worse on the road than it's been at home. It feels like a last team with the football uh, probably wins this game. It should be high scoring, should be down to the wire. And I think SMU can win outright. They clinch bowl eligibility with a win. They are still alive to win the division uh, in the AAC if they win tonight. And from what I've read, this is going to be the biggest crowd for an SMU home game in Dallas at Gerald Ford Stadium in a long, long time. There's finally a little buzz and enthusiasm for this SMU football team. Uh, So you might get a good crowd tonight. So I like SMU here. It's just too funny when you're like at Gerald Ford Stadium. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's where they play. You like beer, Homer? Yes, sir. Yeah, you like nachos? Right. Yes, I do. Jones? You like football? Football. Let's go watch football and eat nachos and drink beer. Beer. Yeah, the You know Gerald Ford. Homer's actually, dream neighbor. You know Gerald Ford. He played football. He played college football, and he was pretty good. He was on big time teams. What Who'd team? He play for? What team was he on? Gerald Ford, president. 
Probably a Big 12 school. The Michigan Wolverines, Big 10. Oh, really? Wow. Gerald Ford, Gerald Ford is, uh, was a Wolverine. I think he was the center. That's a... Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Throw it That's out amazing. Try to, try to educate yeah, people. Good, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to a dinner party, you throw that one out there. Oh, yeah, very good. Very impressive. Yeah, the good news is we're in the bed, we're in the industry that appreciates the value of a starting center along the offensive line. The common fan doesn't. Uh, we know how important they are. You take a starting center out of an offensive line, that's not the same group. So we know how much Gerald Ford at that position meant to Michigan. We do. <laughs> It's amazing too, Gabe, how Gerald Ford like is like a, a a dapper version of Homer. Like he has the same kind of head, like the cartoon, the character. Like he's yeah, just almost like a successful Homer Simpson. Him or yeah, the one thing is Gerald Ford, way, like, out of all the U.S. presidents, was known for being like the biggest klutz. Like he had, like you know what I mean. Yeah. He had like a lot of. That's what he's remembered for. He wasn't like no people are like oh he was a terrible president or he was a great president. You know what I mean? People are just sort of. Yeah, he used to, like, fall a lot and stuff. Like, he'd trip, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, in the episode of The Simpsons, remember, both him and Homer fall. And they're both like, don't! You know, they both, that was the whole thing, why yeah. they got along, right? That they were the same personality. But we see with the, um, we'll see with the football, 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 football. All right, Babano, so before I get, uh, oh, here it is. National champion. National champion. Gerald Ford attended the University of Michigan um, where he washed dishes at a fraternity house to earn money to pay for his uh, college expenses. Ford played center linebacker and was the long snapper for the football team and helped the Wolverines to two undefeated seasons and national titles in 1932 and 1933. Wow. In his senior year of 1934, the team suffered a steep decline and only won one game. He was huge. Yeah, so man, man, national champion. Yeah. I didn't realize it yeah, was that right. far though that wow. he, was, he played in nineteen nineteen thirty two slash thirty-three. So all right, as long as we're on Michigan here, Babano, what do you make of that? Twenty eight and a half points against Indiana. Both me and Cam were saying we think that Indiana can cover the number against Michigan. What do you think? They do have backdoor potential, uh, Gabe, with the offense. I mean, Peyton Ramsey's a pretty good quarterback. Stevie Smith has really run the ball well uh, lately uh, for Indiana. Uh, Indiana's a weird team, though. They make a lot of mistakes. They shoot themselves in the foot. They somehow got out of there with a win against Maryland uh, last week at home, even though it wasn't pretty. But uh, they can put up points, and the back door is always open with a team like that. Uh, the question is, can they move it against this caliber of defense? That's going to be the concern here for Indiana. But you know, if you're Michigan, you don't necessarily need style points. You don't necessarily need to run up the score and pile on the, the, the margin uh, of victory. And it's not like you're getting bargains with Michigan. Look at last week, even against lowly Rutgers, you know, the nine was set so high that even Michigan couldn't cover that number. So no bargains with Michigan this late in the season. If Indiana can at least punch in a score late. Maybe they can get inside, inside four touchdowns. All right. Any, uh, any other college games you like? And on the other segment, the other side, we'll hit, uh, we'll hit the NFL. NCFL. Yeah, NCFL, of course, Cam, division final weekend, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, college football, uh, I'm going to go with it. I haven't bet this team enough this season, uh, and I've lamented it, and I'm going to hopefully th- hopefully it's not too late to the party to do it now. Uh, I'm going to go Iowa State plus three against Texas uh, on Saturday in Big 12 action. This uh, team has been fantastic. They might be one of the better three-loss teams in the country. They've really played that well. Uh, as of late, uh, Iowa State, uh, they've beaten some decent teams inside the Big 12. Texas has beat up 
uh, injury riddled on defense. It's really shown up the last few weeks. Texas's defense has been nowhere close to what it was early in the season. It uh, could be problems against Iowa State's offense and Brock Purdy, who's been pretty good uh, for this team. Uh, he's moved the ball very well uh, for the Cyclones. Uh, Iowa State's terrific. Their last four tries. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Iowa State plus three for me. They're great in the underdog role. They were great in the dog role last year under Matt Campbell, too. They just cover as an underdog. That's what they've done. That's been their M.O. I think they do it again Saturday night in uh, Austin. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, rightwager.com. You can get Babano's uh, picks. All right, we got about, uh, well, we're going to break it in about a minute or so. We'll hit the NFL on the other side. Anything in the NBA or NHL tonight? Catch your eye, Babano. I'm going to go... Big dog hunting in the NHL tonight. We're going to go with the Buffalo Sabres at plus you know what, I'm on it, too. Gabe, this is a one spot. Winnipeg's been winning with smoke and mirrors. I've been watching their games. Very lucky team. I'm doing it, too, Babano. I'm doing the, the Buffalo three-step. Plus one and a half. Regulation dog, plus 180. All in on Buffalo. Tonight. All in. You Great spot. And, and you know what? What's great about it, too, Buffalo's playing well. They're 5-2 and two against winning teams this season. They step up against these teams. Winnipeg's cruising. Three home wins. Beat Washington. Let down. They're going on the road after this game. Brossois in net for Winnipeg. Not Hellebuck. It lines up at Buffalo's live. Game time decision. Yeah. Fred Eaton Rage Radio continues. We'll hit NFL on the other side with Bob Bano. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Time decisions. Red Eaton Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You see, it's illegal to sell cat or dog hair in the state of New York. Why? I don't know. But you see, uh, it's uh, illegal to sell cat or dog hair in New York and other bizarre laws. Makes no sense when you use it for like for some kind of wigs or items like that. You know, like I, I, I don't I don't see like I have more of a problem with serving uh, cat and dog in a buffet than uh, if you want to sell it in, as a hair form. I, I don't really see that as a problem, Gabe. You know, it's actually interesting. But Banner, you're quite a music type guy. So um, here's um, Ed Sheeran. You know who Ed Sheeran is? Yeah, that redheaded guy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shape of you. Dun, dun, dun. That one, yeah. What is it? I don't know. What, what is it? Uh, yeah, he's some yeah, kid, modern kid. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Babano knows. Like, Sing it again, you know, Babano? He's a little like... <laughs> sing it Babano. again, yeah. Babano. Sing it again. Sing it. The shape of you. 
I, I, it's, 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 that song was like played like a, a million times a couple of years ago. See, it. but I haven't heard it long enough that all I can remember is the shape of you. Dun, 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 dun. That was the, that was his big hit. That's his claim to fame. All right, so but there's a new study from the University of Sheffield says 62% of people listen to music to fall asleep. I'm surprised that many people do. Um, Ed Sheeran came in um, came in as the, uh, the 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 biggest current rock artist. The, who do you think that people fall asleep the most to? Bach. And classical music's too stressful, man. It stresses me out. I agree. Like, I, I, I don't know how you fall asleep I'm with to you. that. Like, yeah, high on the like high on the strings and stuff like that. No, it's a, ca- ca- classical music's like passionate and quick, and like it's very jumpy and stuff. Yeah, I'm with you, Marantz. Yeah, yeah box too intense. Asleep. Exactly. Maybe, maybe, maybe some maybe some Pink Floyd. Yeah, Pink Floyd used to fall asleep to Pink Floyd. So uh, yeah, Ed Sheeran's oh, yeah. actually the number number two artist. Um, this is a, a study in England, though. So it was the number number two artist was yeah. uh, was him. Other common bedtime uh, artists: Mozart, Robbie Williams, Brian Eno. Yeah, Coldplay. It's elevator music. And uh, Chopin. Chopin, wow. They, 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 they like their classical mixing it artists, Legends uh, and other, yeah. It says, it's no surprise the classical artists uh, charted so high. The study found that it's the most snooze-inducing genre of music. No, it isn't. With 31% of respondents noting it's uh, their, their comatose choice. Other popular genes include rock, pop, and acoustic. Yeah, man, you want to fall asleep. You, you put on, like, you know, Pink Floyd or sort of uh, massage parlor music. You know what I mean? The the yeah. trance just sort of... Uh, yeah, a little smooth slow jazz. jazz. Smooth jazz. Slow, slow ambient, jazz. Ambient, yeah. ambient, slow jazz. Ambient, yeah. ambient can put you to ambient. sleep a little bit, yeah. When I lived in Hollywood, they used to have, in L.A., they used to have a New Age station back in the old days. That's what I used to put on at nighttime. Sort of like uh, these New Age sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, water, like water running through rocks. And, yeah, you know, water running nice, through rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, a little yeah, sound effect here stuff, and there. Yeah. yeah, deer in the stream. No, I but mean, another thing, yeah, like, no, honestly, no, like, you listen to, like, Celine Dion or, you know, crap like that, it'll put you to sleep. Like, it's so boring, right? <laughs> what do you listen to, Babano, when you go to sleep? Do you listen to music when you go to bed, Babano? I often do, actually. I've got usually classic hip-hop, classic rock, louder stuff, dance music, believe it or not. You fall it's asleep like to a, dance music. I do, believe it or not. Uh, it's just because I'm so tired, machine. eventually I'll fall asleep. But, yeah, I expand all the energy, get, you know, listening to this loud, charged-up music, and then eventually I hit the wall and pass out and fall asleep. That's usually the routine. I used to live, when I lived with the dudes in Homicide, man, the guy in Homicide was ridiculous. Like, it would be like 4 in the morning. Like, all right, see you later, I'm going to bed now. And, uh... Then he would crank like Slayer Venom. And I was like, I don't know how the hell this guy's going to sleep, like when he's listening <laughs> to Slayer on eight. But uh, but anyways, all right, NFL football. Uh, Titans and Colts is one of the games that I find to be more intriguing this week. Uh, Babano, who do you like in that one? What do you make of it? Yeah, not so much the side in this game because I'm going back and forth on it. It's a Colts spot for sure. I mean, for Tennessee, they're off the Dallas game, the New England game. They- Big wins. Now you go on the road against the Colts. In theory, you should be up for it. It's a divisional battle. You're battling with the Colts in this division. But you just worry after such a monstrous win for uh, Vrabel and crew against New England and Belichick and Brady. Uh, it's not the greatest spot in the world. And the Colts, 
you know, say, say what you will about them. It's not like they faced a tremendous schedule by any stretch. Jacksonville, Oakland, and Buffalo, those aren't exactly three quality wins, but uh, they got the job done. Uh, the offense is playing better, and the offensive line's playing excellent for the Colts. The Andrew Luck's not taking hits anymore. He's not taking sacks. They're keeping him clean, uh, and he's able to make plays down the field, and I think he'll make plays down the field against Tennessee, but still, uh, Colts defense still a little dicey. We saw Jacksonville move the ball against them. Uh, the middle of the field is not an area the Colts defend very well. They're a little susceptible to in the back end in that secondary. So I think Mariota and company, Corey Davis and company, are going to be able to move the ball here. It's a tough call from the side perspective. Tennessee's playing well, not a great spot. Uh, it's a better indie spot. Maybe lean to them. But the way I'll be looking more in this game is at that total, which is climbing as we speak. It was 48. It's 50, 50 and a half, but I agree with the move. I think we see a lot of points here in this game. But, Battle, what do you think? Uh, Gabe and I were talking about maybe a flat spot for the Giants. A lot of people are going to be on them after the win in San Francisco there. And I know Tampa Bay, kind of a dumpster fire in that game against Washington, especially the red zone turnovers, two missed kicks in that game. They were just brutal inside the red zone. But we were kind of thinking, you know, I don't like laying points with the Giants, even if it's one and a half, two. What do you think about the Bucks as a dog? Probably not the most attractive game, but a game on the board. Two teams I'd rather fade than bet, Cam, so it's a pass for me. I got absolutely nothing. This is the game I right away put an X through it. I have no interest in watching it. I have no interest in uh, betting it. You know, I'd rather uh, paint my eyes closed uh, than watch this football game for a single second. So uh, I got nothing here. Sorry. A little harsh. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I, I like that game. game. Well, yeah, pay, 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 pay. Go Bucks. Hey, you know what? I got this nice buck helmet right in front of me. Yeah, it's a, it's go, a game. Go, go Bucks. Yeah, it's not crazy, Cam. So Babano's ripping Tampa Bay and Giants. But look at college card tonight. You got, you know, Smoo and Memphis and New Mexico and Boise State. Those necessarily aren't, uh, you know, games of the They're century. Good either. No. Oh, yeah, no, no. Babano, I've gotten into this with Babano before. What, what league did you say sucked? You, you said you don't watch something that I got mad about. What was it? You recall? I can't even remember now. Um, what was it? I think it was the wild card play in baseball game. It was the baseball, I think, yeah. I think you called, yeah, I think you called, like, the play in. I, I think it was the baseball playoffs, actually. You said something about, like, oh, I don't care about these play-in games and stupid stuff or whatever. And I don't know what it was. I want to get it right because I remember you were saying, remember last year, you're like, nothing beats watching this uh Manhattan Jasper Hofstra game at six in the morning. Love this conference stuff. And I, I was thinking, like, but Bam was taking pot shots at baseball, yet he's watching like Hofstra games at 7 a.m. But uh, I want to get I like it right. My Metro Atlantic basketball. I do. I like my Niagara Purple Eagles and Iona Gales and Canisius Golden Griffins. And uh, that's my conference. I love my tickets. Metro Atlantic hoop. Yeah, I should. It's not that far. Cheap. An hour, an hour and a half drive. How, how far are you from Niagara Falls? About an hour, hour and a half drive across the uh, border. Yeah, so it's not that far. You're, you're, I'd, I'd say even less than that, but should man, be closer than that. Like yeah. Dundas. Yeah, it should be like thirty-five minutes, forty minutes. You drive, you drive slow. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Close so uh, real close. Uh, Cam asked about the Giants and the Bucks. Subbano uh, says no. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Cardinals yeah. are up to five and a half right now. At what point? Yeah. Does it there get we go. High? Another, another, another dog crap game. <laughs> 
See, this is a dog crap game, but at least I have uh, I have a better opinion on this one than Bucks and Giants. I mean, I don't have much confidence in Bucks or the Giants. I don't have any confidence in Oakland. Uh, this is a team that's uh, just uh, going through the motions that are getting pounded on a weekly basis. Uh, Arizona showed me something the last couple of weeks. Okay, they rallied from behind to beat the San Francisco 49ers a couple of weeks ago. That was Byron Leftwich's first game as the OC uh, since taking over from Mike McCoy. Uh, then they came back against Kansas City out of their bye week, and I thought they battled. And that's the difference in this game, in my opinion. I'm seeing an Oakland team showing a lot of quit, a lot of we don't give a damn anymore. I'm not sensing that from Arizona, from their coach, from their coaching staff, or from some of their players. They want to play hard. They want to finish things off the right way. These games matter to Josh Rosen. You know, every rep to him is important. He's trying to uh, get his foot uh, wet. Uh, in the NFL as a starting quarterback. These are important games for him. He wants to show well. And I think just the difference in attitude, preparation, and effort, and intensity going into this game in favor of Arizona is enough uh, to get the job done. I think they can win by a touchdown or more. Oakland is that bad that I think he can lay five with Arizona here. Yeah, I'm on Arizona, too. It's it's creeping up to five and a half now, Babano. Uh, what do you have an opinion? A, a, a lot of people are mixed on this game, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. I know Pittsburgh will be a popular play, you know, the way, the way they throttled uh, Carolina on Thursday night. But Jacksonville getting a little bit healthier. They're at home. Disappointing year for the Jaguars. They what beat do you them think twice this? last year, Ken, too. Yeah, that's the thing. I know. They beat them twice last year and getting five and a half. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the Jags as a dog there, Babano? Yeah, I think it's tough to trust Jacksonville here. I know laying points with Pittsburgh on the road has not often been successful uh, in recent years, but this is one spot I'd be willing to do that, uh, laying with Pittsburgh in this game. Uh, Pittsburgh lost in the AFC uh, divisional round to this Jacksonville team at home. Uh, I think they'd like to pay them back for it. Uh, Jacksonville defensively has really fallen fallen apart, completely fallen off. That's bad news. When Indy and Andrew Luck are torching you like they did last week, that's bad news with the way Pittsburgh's going right now. With Big Ben, with James Conner, with Juju Smith-Schuster, with Antonio Brown, all weapons that can really attack a struggling, reeling uh, Jacksonville defense that's not playing anywhere close to the level we expected. I know Fournette's back. That's going to help, but Blake Bortles is still a, uh, a mistake waiting to happen. And if you saw the Carolina game last week, Pittsburgh's pass rush blew up the line of scrimmage repeatedly uh, against Cam Newton. If that happens against Jacksonville in this game, Bortles is going to throw a pick or two and make a couple more Blake Bortles-type mistakes uh, in this game. So I don't want Jacksonville here. I think they, their season's shot already. Uh, I think they know it, uh, and I think Pittsburgh is the only way I'd bet this one. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Bob Bano on uh, Twitter. Bano. Rightwager.com. Uh, um, interesting. Uh, big, big games this week in the NFL. Sort of a separation uh, Sunday type of uh, situation. Uh, Houston Texans and Washington Redskins, a game that I like uh, a lot. Big, big fan of the Houston Texans uh, this week. I wanted to take Pittsburgh, but it's five and a half. It's just a little bit too much. The Charger-Bronco game, I'm sort of in stay-away mode. Like Babano said, he's staying away from the Giant uh, game. Still waiting for a number in in the the Bengal-Raven game. Um, You know, if I had to bet that Broncos-Chargers game, no, I would take the Denver Broncos. As crazy as it sounds. I think, you know, the Broncos coming out of the bye week, their season's done, but they're still going to lay it out on, on the line here. It's sort of their last stand type of deal. Getting seven points. You know, we spoke to our boy Feinberg earlier in the week, and nobody loves the Chargers as much as he does, and even he's uh, scared of the Chargers covering the number in this one, guys. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't argue with that, Gabe. I, I, I lean Denver. I'm not going to bet it though. Uh, starting center it. on the offensive lines out. There's no weapon. They have traded Demarius Thomas away. There's just not a whole lot for Case Keenum and a bad offensive line to work with here uh, on offense. And if they fall behind against Rivers and this defense gives up points to Rivers and company, uh, I don't know if they've got the type of offense to come back and get you through the back door if they're down by double digits late in this football game. That's my one concern, but. Oftentimes, even when the Chargers are going through a good run and a good season, they have that one game where they stub their toe and they say, how the heck did you lose to that team? Maybe this is that week for the Chargers, but it's it's more of a maybe than something I'm sure will happen. So I'll pass on it. All right, but Ben, before we get you out of here, I know you got to get ready to go to Ottawa. When are you leaving for Ottawa, tonight or in the morning? Uh, It'll be tomorrow afternoon, so we're uh, packing up, uh, getting things packed up. Going to leave tomorrow. Take the five-hour drive out there. Be there probably late afternoon, early evening, Saturday, and then the game is on Sunday. We got the tickets, got the hotel. We're ready to go. Drink our ass off. Going to be fun. All right, Babano. So uh, who are you staying with? Are you going? You going solo, or you got a crew? No, it's our crew, season ticket group. My Ticat season ticket group and oh, I are all going together, and it's going to be a whole uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I'm the leader. Of, I'm the only person in that posse. Uh, they like soup, not like that, though. <laughs> the soup, the soup squad. All right, so uh, soup squad. Soup squad. Soup, squad this soup, weekend. Soup squad. Um, so yeah, what do what you what do you take on the games then? Listen, you you were hesitant last week. You said, "Hey, I'm just going as a fan in this game. I don't really know what to expect." They crushed. Hamilton played really well. Now you get Ottawa playing at home. I don't know. Generally in the CFL, one of the teams that wins. The 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 uh, the wild card game or whatever goes on to win the next game. You know, you have a little bit of momentum. The other team hasn't played. Is it going to be Hamilton or is it going to be Winnipeg? One of these teams goes on. I think it could be Hamilton. I'm not selling Hamilton short here, Gabe. I think we have a real chance to win this game. Uh, Hamilton got their offense going last week, even without Brandon Banks. Last week against BC was the first time we saw some other receivers step up for them. Braylon Addison was tremendous in Banks' exact spot on the field, uh, and he was tremendous in that game. And if he plays like that again, we really do have a chance. Justin Buren, Mike Jones, you got some other receivers played well for us for a change. I helped Masoli out. He had a good game. The defense was great. Uh, the defense played a bad, bad BC offense, though. It's going to be much tougher on the road against Trevor Harrison coming company and a very good Ottawa offense. Ellingson, Sinopoli at receiver. Powell's a good running back uh, for Ottawa. But this is Trevor Harris' first ever playoff start uh, as a starting quarterback. He's never been in this pressure cooker before. Jeremiah's now had two playoff starts. He had one a couple years ago and, of course, last Sunday. So experience-wise in the playoffs, Masoli's actually got more of it than Harris. Harris played well down the stretch. Can he do it in the pressure cooker? I think we see points. I like the over in this game. Lean Hamilton, but I think we see points. I like the over yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, I'm with you Babano. I think 54, Gabe, that's way too low. Hamilton's offense is really, really clicking, and Ottawa has some uh, like star power there. I think they can exchange points. Fifty-four seems very low. I'm with you, Babano. And usually at this time of the year, uh, Babano, the uh, the weather's pretty bad, and it's cold and windy in, in Calgary. I'll do a weather check. What, what do you make of this game with the Bombers, Red Hot Bombers, and the Stampeders? Calgary's saying all the right things about, you know, we lost in the Grey Cup two years in a row against Toronto and Ottawa. We want to get back there. We want a third chance, and we're going to do it right. We're going to get the job done this time. I'm not even sure they get out of this game, though, Calgary. I mean, this is a team that didn't play well down the stretch. They had tons of injuries at wide receiver. You look at all the guys that were out. Reggie Bagleton, Devaris Daniels, Mark and Michelle. Uh, it was just um, Eric Rogers was out for a long time. All of their best receivers dealing with injuries, uh, and Bo Levi Mitchell looked like a 
shell of the quarterback we know he is without those guys on the field. He was throwing way more interceptions. He was way more inaccurate with the football. Uh, Calgary didn't play their best down the stretch, and they're still banged up at receiver going into this game. Winnipeg's the hottest team going into the playoffs. They were. They're 6-1 and one straight up and against the spread. Their last seven games, the only loss was that season finale against Edmonton where they rested all their starters on both sides of the ball. Winnipeg's hot. They're feeling it. Uh, Mike O'Shea looked like he had lost this team midway through the season. He reeled it back in. The team's been playing great football the last month ever since. They're a very live team, in my opinion, catching five here in this game. I think they challenged to win outright in Calgary. How's this for a parlay, guys? Hamilton Winnipeg Moneyline Parlay, plus 600. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Hamilton, take Winnipeg. The points, take, take the dogs on the parlay. Tease the, it's dogs, Gabe. I like both dogs. Teased, parlayed, straight up. Let's do it. Rightwager.com. I think Winnipeg's com. got the better chance to get, win straight up, but wouldn't count Hamilton out either. Rightwager.com. You can get Babano's picks. He's a great guy. He's an honest capper. That's uh, Rightwager. Dot com, rightwager.com. Enjoy Ottawa. Drive safe, Abano. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. MC Yang, spinning the tube, Studio 34, we are live, Midtown Manhattan, the Versa Lounge starting to fill up right now. Are you doing another show after tonight, or are you just at the studio? Um, no, this is it, actually. Well, when I say this is it, I've been here since uh, about 7.45 this morning. Wow. It's a lot of time. We had a grilled cheese from uh, from Al's earlier in the day, and uh, I, I hadn't been to Al's actually, Cam, in, in about a week and a half or so, just because of the schedule, weird timing. I mix it up. No, I, no, it's not true. I ate at Al's a couple of days ago. I had the chili chicken with uh, mashed potatoes. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. Today I had the Texas potatoes. toast grilled cheese. So get this. So the way Al's works, Cam, it's um, it's very very chaotic. It's very very New Yorkish. Like very nice place. Well, it's not upscale, but it's nice. Like the food's real good. So basically, they have like sort of like the food's already made like in a buffet style and the guys are on the other side of the glass and you tell them what you want and they fill the plate up and whatever they fill, you know, to the container and they don't give it to you. Then you go to the cash and you wait and it's like, you know, it's like, all right, what did you get? And then they give it to you and boom, you pay for it. But the thing is, when you go in there to order, there's, it's sort of savage. Is, uh, Is Yang there? You know what I'm talking about, Yang. Like, for someone that goes into Alice for the first time, even me, I was like, I don't really know how to order here. And I realized it was just sort of survival of the fist. Imagine, like, a media like scrum. Nazi. Yeah, like, no, like a media scrum. You got to yep. push your way to the front and get their attention type of deal. So you don't push your way, but you know what I mean? So I'm lucky because I'm tall, whatever. So I always make eye contact with a guy, and he asks me, what do you want? And I just tell him, and they get it. But it's very sort of just scream out loud. And so I noticed this, you know, this nice guy, you know, seemed like a nice older dude, and he was standing there, and 
people were just sort of passing him and you know he kept standing there and I I didn't know whether he had already ordered or not or what his deal was so I didn't even do anything that nice Cam I just said to the guy I said excuse me sir I said uh I said to get your order in you just got to sort of get the guy's attention and just yell at him and uh, he goes oh thanks thanks I've been here for a couple of minutes I was wondering so I said, I said, yeah, I didn't want you to be standing here all day. And ha, 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 right? I walk away. I go to the cash. I'm standing there waiting for my grilled cheese uh, to come and my fries. He gets up to the cash, and he got corned beef for him and his wife. And uh, he pays, and he's like, how much for the corned beef? And, uh, and he goes, and I'll pay for whatever this gentleman's having. So I said to the guy, I said, well, nice. he said, no. I said, sir, what are you doing? And uh, I said, it must be. And he goes, no, no. He goes, I would have stood there all day. Nobody helped me. Nobody said anything. He goes, nobody helps me in this city. No, and whatever. He said, you're the first person that uh, to help me. He goes, I insist. I pay for your lunch. And uh, I said, oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, he bought me a grilled cheese, a um, a uh, ginger ale, and a Snickers bar. Because that's Amazing. what I was getting. Got it was right there. He paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> it cost me about, uh, saved me about uh, 11 bucks, I think, actually, with a drink and a Snickers bar and everything. So, um Nice guy. So I asked the guy, where, where, I said, where are you from? And uh, he tells me, uh, Las Vegas. Amazing. Yeah, nice old guy from Vegas uh, here in New York. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like this uh, house, the way they do that's, that's the way they do. They do that only at like a couple places. It's more, they have less of it here, but I, yeah, I, don't, I don't mind that. Like more when you go to like the horse, by the horse track, they have a lot more restaurants like that. Like they're already, the food's in the steamers and you're ready to rock and, you know, lasagna's here. Veal cutlets there, yeah, I, exactly. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that program. You'd be uh, next time you know you come to Mississauga, I'll make you a grilled cheese. I I've perfected the art. Like uh, it's just yeah, I got that Italiano bread and uh, yeah, I put meats in it too. I do like I do different. Uh, I like that. I like the ham and grilled cheese. I do it with the instead of the fake cheese too. I do it with the cheddar. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. yeah. We got it on the Texas toast. It's a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe I believe you. Yet you know you don't you don't want to overdo uh, grilled cheeses. I get the bacon yeah, and yeah. Yang with his turkey yeah, bacon saying. and stuff. And yeah, bacon's good. Bacon's good. Bacon ham. Like, yeah, the, bacon it's, pretty it's much goes with everything, but sure does. Yeah, Yang doesn't eat pork though, so he doesn't do. He does the turkey bacon, correct? What Yang uh, doesn't eat pork? Yeah, that's what he told me. Yep, I, I was unaware of that. No, well now you now see you the know. guy every day. You seem to know more about him than yeah. I do. Well, I told you, I talked to him for a few minutes before I connect. You know, that's it. Came up one day. Maybe I just listened, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's the report here. Uh, the uh, the beer store. Gang's probably like, I oh, can't, can't. Gang's yeah, telling yeah, his buddies, yeah, Cam's yeah. much nicer. He's like, yeah, yeah, Cam talks to me and stuff. Gabe just nah, pitches not, at me I, about the promos I, and the no, music. I freak out. I freak out and stuff, too. Like, we get disconnected. I'm panicked. Yang, help me. Yeah, I'm trying to call in. Yeah, no, he, he sees it all. Booze stores are opening now from here, 9 a.m. to 11 p.m., Gabe. So yeah, it's getting closer to the twenty-four hour, but uh, that's kind of interesting. They usually close at around so you uh, can, eight what, or nine o'clock. What the the uh, the LCBOs? Yeah, LCBO or and beer stores. Yep, yep, yep. The province are gonna. I'll tell you, since, yeah, they're since, open till uh, ten now, anyways. What's the big deal? So no, they no, no, they're out. not nine. Nine. No, no, they're open to, at yeah. ten. The, the LCBO is open at ten. At least it was in Liberty Village. Yeah, some of them are. Some of them are. Yeah, some of them are. That's true. They're nine or ten, but yeah, they, yeah, they open the ones at nine. in some a nicer neighborhood. Open are, at noon, though. The ones in the nicer neighborhoods are open later because the other ones they don't want like nut job drunks like robbing them and stuff. Yeah, it's a good point, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you this too. Since uh, Ford's been in charge, man, I told you about Woodbine, like how they got the tables and stuff. It's going more to that kind of. 
things are happening, like from a gaming perspective, it's a shame because I know if he had his way, he would love a sports book. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, that's one guy that yeah, all to get on that. stuff like that to generate. Yeah, that's something I should. I, I'm not a politician, but I should talk to somebody. I actually know a girl in his camp who I used to work with at the AM640. I should reach out and uh, talk about that stuff because they've already opened up a casino and stuff. They'd love to. Hey, having a sports book down, down there. Oh, man, it'd be a license to print money. It'd be insane. Now, I was telling people that Canadians aren't nice. Now, Jazz says that I proved the fact that Canadians aren't nice wrong. I wasn't that nice. I just told the guy how to order the restaurant. You know what I mean? I, I, I didn't. You, you helped know, him didn't, out a bit, yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. What do I want to do? Let the it. guy stand there all day. I looked over. I said, hey, yeah. I don't know if you ordered. And he said, you know, I just told the guy. You got you to tell him. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's it. So, yeah, I got a free lunch, though. Thinking about, too, I'm sort of on a budget right now, especially after the last couple of nights. So, I'm thinking about a budget. I might just eat the, uh, the cheap pizza after the show. Or where's the cheap pizza? Uh, it's called Two Brothers. How much for a slice? One dollar. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's amazing. They don't have dollar a slice places anymore. The cheapest you'll get is three bucks. Yeah, it's, that's great. It's, it's three bucks for two slices and a pop. <laughs> oh, that's a steal! Yeah, that sounds like a place you'd be frequenting. Yeah, when you're when you're waiting on no, money. no, that's, I don't uh, because that's, that's uh, it's not the greatest pizza. It's okay, but it's you know. There's always big lineups. Like, people, man, like, these guys make a lot of money off the place. There's, like, they've got, like, 20 locations around the city. All, and, it's, and it's that that way all the time, the discount slices. Yeah, so. They do that uh, stuff more in Vancouver. They, they don't do it They don't do it here. Everything's expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about I might get might, might get dinner from Al's, too, though. You know what I like over they got at Al's this week? And they've had it for, like, two weeks now? And uh, it's actually going to fill the void for me. They've got uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. I've already had dinner. one. I had Thanksgiving dinner last week. I had the stuffing. Uh, really? The turkey and the mashed potatoes. Oh, I crushed that thing, man. I told the guy, too. I said, hey, stuff that, huh? And, like, so uh, I had a big-ass plate. But, man, I did it before this radio show came. That tryptophan started oh, yeah. to kick in, bro. <laughs> it's real. It's real. People think it's, it's I an I remember telling Dan, I was like, like, yeah, man, I can't eat that turkey for lunch ever again. And I even joked with him. His Yang even said, bro, they got they got Thanksgiving set up dinner over there. And it's real good, too. It's, they got the gravy and the, 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 the it's, it tastes like it, it's real good. Not like, you know, it's not elite good, like, you know, grandma turkey dinner good, but it's it's pretty freaking close. And I remember telling Yang, I was like, yeah, man, I want to get it right now, but, man, I can't eat that before, you know, and especially, too, you smoke a couple of fat ones, you're eating turkey. You're oh, yeah. Passed out, right? <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> I like, couldn't well, resist, bro. On the couch. I went in there, and all these people were ordering. They were like, "Oh, it looks great! Thanksgiving dinner." Everyone was ordering it. I was like, "Man, I got to get this." And uh, oh yeah, it it man, I ate that. I had a little mini nap before the show, and uh, you know, I'm thinking I might get the turkey dinner home after this, but got a late night show again. I don't know that that tryptophan or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, oh, tryptophan. Yeah, it's kicks an evil in. beast. Yeah. I just bought a turkey, actually. It's sitting in uh, my uh, my deep freezer down they there. They said you're I'm, making I'm a turkey. Do, yeah, yeah. I, uh, for 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 Thanksgiving, oh, definitely. For the I, I I celebrate I celebrate U.S. Thanksgiving more than anything. Like it's the best. It's the best. We get the football. I do the turkey. Gonna get the gravy going. Mashed potatoes. I do. Yeah, everything, man. It's it, it's a it's a whole process. You can't beat Thanksgiving dinner. I'm craving it now. You got me thinking. I could really go for a turkey right now too. We're on Thursday morning. 
you are on Thursday yeah, morning. I, yeah. it says the shows go to go to twelve thirty. That's the thing. I we're on at four. Are you on so Thanksgiving at four? Thursday. No, if we no, we don't have any shows after twelve thirty. Didn't you see oh. the email? No, I don't know. I, just, I no. think that's what it, that's what it meant, right? Like he said, he said we have Sunday programming till twelve thirty. The first game starts at twelve thirty. Yeah, right? right. So you do the morning show. We're not doing a show. Oh, yeah, Sun Sunday programming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. Either way, I'm here. Just I guess it's just a different show. <laughs> that's the that's that's the gist <laughs> of it. Yeah, next Thursday morning we'll be in with a special Thanksgiving Turkey Day edition. Imagine this restaurant would probably have a pretty good turkey Thanksgiving deal. Oh, but yeah. It would also probably be like $135 or something like that. I got drunk here, man, a couple of weeks ago. It cost me 250 bucks. Where, at the restaurant? Well, so the, the, the place that you're doing the show in the studio, the restaurant there. Yeah. At the bar, it's 200 Wow. That sounds expensive. Yeah. Oh, my God. How much are drinks? Like. Fifteen bucks? Nah, I think they're. they're they, I think I don't know. I was pretty drunk, but I was ordering double vodkas. I think they were like twenty, oh, yeah, tw- yeah, like yeah. twenty-four bucks, like twelve bucks a Try pop. To, yeah. When I take but times two, the bring, double, the I, double yeah, was like yeah. twenty-two yeah. to twenty-five bucks. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah, she drinks. And she you know, you know me. Too. I got to go to the bank. That's not even that many of them for me. So whatever, I drank probably you know six or seven double vodkas and some shots, and uh, I'm down two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, it's it's expensive, man. That's the thing. It's it's crazy. I don't go to bars much anymore, Marenzi. I used to go a lot. Now it's just uh, kind of like you in the old studio. What is this is like a lounge. My area. It's like a lounge. Well, not really a bar scene. Although there are, it's upscale. Like you know, it's sort of like a place. It's in a hotel, right? So it's like people are they come here either before or after. You know what I mean? Like so, before they go out, they come here for drinks, or after they went out, they come. Like people come here after a show or after MSG or something. Not really a sports bar scene. It's more like a concert or we're in the fashion district. So there's a lot of people in the fashion industry to come here. So you'll, you'll get a lot. There's, there's models here and stuff. I don't know who they are. Like uh, almost every day in the lobby, the, the, the doormen are freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, did you see that chick? That model is here. And I asked the guy, I said, how the hell do you know who these chicks are? Like, whatever, man. She looks like a tall, hot chick. You know what I mean? Like, how the hell can you tell? Like, that's the girl from this or that's the girl from that. I never recognize them, but even Corey's on it. Corey's a real, uh, Corey's a real, um, a real player. So uh, yeah, Corey knows all these Instagram models. And, like, <laughs> there was some chick in the lobby. He was freaking out about. Oh my god, this chick's the biggest Instagram model. And like, I never. They all look the same to me. It's like whatever. She's all right, but but yeah, here you get some pretty hot chicks. The waitresses are ultra hot here tonight. There's a few smoke shows. Yeah, that's where it is. You're 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 in that area, right? Like I I get I get uh, you know a lot of older ladies with uh, carts with groceries inside, but uh, you know that's just the that's just the way it you is. Get buddy. The when you're in the heart of the action, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the, the gills. I do. Yeah, yeah. I go to I, yeah I go to Shoppers Drug Mart to pick up stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's Seniors Day, fifteen percent off. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I, I I really wouldn't mind though a neighborhood tavern near me. I'm really pissed off. They took uh, the bar that was literally like t- two minutes away from me. It would have been nice to step in. They usually not a great sports bar or anything, but they'd have the game on. You know, open your really own cheap drinks because Cam's yeah, Corner. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, Cam's Corner. PK Creek. It was they had the best wings in town. They turned it into uh, like a hookah lounge. It's a hookah lounge <laughs> right now. No, it's unbelievable. It's and uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Like my area. I'll tell you one thing though. This new haircutting place that they went to, Gabe. This Chinese chick opened it up. 
$8 haircuts. It's the best haircut I've ever gotten in my life. I'm telling you, like, they actually care. Like, $8. I'm like, where are they getting an $8 haircut? That's a steal. You don't have to worry about that. You just shave the dome. But, you know, some places are charging, like, 35, 35 bucks a haircut. What a scam. I'm looking right now. I'm looking right now at uh, the college basketball board. Crappy cards. A lot of games are already off. It's crap. It's cra- oh, no. It's, uh, another thing they're doing in the NCAA, like, I get the early starts, guys, but come on, man. Like, look at today's games. They're all, a lot of them are half over. Gabe, they started today's card, I think, at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, Missouri's already played all these games. Oh, the uh, gyms are empty. Oregon, Sy- yeah, yeah, the gyms are empty. And the Syracuse-Oregon game is a great game. There's two teams inside the top 20. That game tipped off at 430. At MSG. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Oregon's up on Syracuse 49-41, right? So that game's already started, but all of them are over. I'm looking now. I don't don't like any of these games for betting purposes. Nothing's jumping off the page of me. Yeah, I was looking at uh, Western Kentucky, West Virginia, pass. Nope, there's – no, they're all bad games. LSU, Louisiana. Eh. You know what? Louisiana Tech plus 12.5 might be worth a look, but it's at LSU. Uh, Davidson getting 7.5 against Purdue. On their home That's court. another one. That's like one of the mar- one of the marquee games, I guess. Probably lose by eight. I'll get screwed yeah, exactly. by half a point. You know yeah, don't don't. Uh, it's one of those things. You know what I'm saying? Like you you got you got your plan for tonight. It's not a night when you're trying to grind to go. Hey, I'm going to dabble. What about in this Georgetown? Area. That's what you do when you're up money. Shouldn't Georgetown beat Loyola Marymount by more than seven points? Yes. Well, that seems weird to me. There's got to be an injury. That's they're a, in Jamaica. That's a major trap. They're in Jamaica. They're playing. They're playing in Jamaica. Patrick Ewan For- returns to his Utes when Georgetown meets Loyola Marymount yep. on Friday in the Jamaica Mon- Classic in Montego Bay. Montego Bay. Yeah, it's at the Montego Bay Convention Center. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, good for... Uh, uh, I don't know. But, dude, both you know, teams I just saw them play like, the other night against Illinois. Yeah. They played on Tuesday, and now they're in Jamaica tonight? Wow. And those kids, you know what, know, though? Man. Jamaica's East Coast, Cam. Loyola Marymount have to go from the West Coast to Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why would you pick? It's weird. Like, Georgetown, they said, you know, let's play uh, Loyola Marymount. Yeah, they seem like a team that will go up again. Like, not Georgetown, Syracuse, or Georgetown, you know, St. John's, Louisville. Like, uh, Loyola Marymount. Interesting. You got to tell these kids, though, when you're here, guys, do not smoke the weed. You're going to get suspended. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, uh, <laughs> probably get some nice uh, nice stuff down there. I wouldn't mind. I didn't go to yeah, Jamaica. I yeah, I, I went to Jamaica when I was a kid. I told you, it's uh, me and my brother, we went to a resort. It was actually one of the best vacations ever. My brother's uh, he was an active guy. Like, when he was younger, like, really, uh, he's bigger than me, but he's uh, he was skinny and in really good shape. He climbed this massive tree, Gabe, and we found all these plastic bananas. Because they were sitting there. They're purple and orange. I'm like, plastic bananas? So we took a big, like, pile of them. Okay, turns out each banana was worth $1.20 Canadian and $1.50 American. It was currency for the resort. We found 1,000, like, 1,200 of them or something like that. It was crazy. We found, basically found $2,000, probably some guys, like, stash in a tree. It was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> Great vacation. Great vacation. Now, all these resorts, they instead of money, they'd have, like, plastic bananas or huts. You wear it around. You know, really I don't know if you remember. One beer, one banana. Remember last winter, I was talking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on vacation for the first time ever this winter. Yeah. I never did. Instead, I just ended up doing more shows. Remember, I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to Costa Rica. Exactly. But I'm doing shows there. After football season, he's going on vacation. 9 o'clock live next. <laughs>